Hello, Sims. Welcome to the Past Podcast. I'm Motisma 3000. And as a co-host, we're going to have RoboDank. And today's guest is Bryce and Karis Pointman. Hello, hello. Hey, thanks for having us. No problem. So, this is going to be the first episode. We're going to have two people, like, right at the beginning. Instead of, like, you know, the spirals one, where he just joins out of nowhere. <laughs> and also, it, it might be a little better than the others, since... I've been waiting to schedule an appointment for a long time now. And might as well, I also asked Bryce at the same time, because why not? Mm-hmm. So, uh, before we start the general questions, uh, you guys can, uh, yeah, <laughs> introduce yourselves. Well, my name is Bryce. Um, I guess, like, the PF community knows me as uh, either Series WXM or Surantaro. Uh, I'm a current player on Chaos, and you know, that's that's it about me. What about uh, you, Pointman? I'm Pointman. I'm current team rep for Chaos. Um, I've used to play a lot in CPFL in the early seasons of CPFO and a couple of the other leagues in between. So if you don't know me, if you're sort of joined more recently, that's that's where my background comes from. But right now, I'm the one of the one of the reps for Chaos and SEL season one. All right. Well, uh, that's. Nice and easy. So let's go to the basic questions, like the first one. Uh, I'll be asking Bryce then appointment afterwards so that you know it can be more, uh, like, so that it's not chaotic, you know. Mm-hmm. So Bryce, when did you start playing Phantom Forces? Um, I mean, I started playing Phantom Forces like whenever. Uh, there's a period in time where. It was like the 4th of July and there was um an independence update where basically like the game was free for a weekend and that's when I started playing but like I I really got into the game when um it first became free like for the public during the beta. So when was which 4th of July? Man, it's probably like 20 it was like i don't know 2015 2016 something like that or whenever like it was in development what about you appointment i had friends introduced me to phantom forces i think when it was in like either alpha or alpha but that was on another account um and then yeah i got into it from there i really liked it um because i never played any like call of roblox or anything like that so i really vibed with phantom forces it seemed pretty cutting edge for the platform like especially back when it was made it was really ahead of a lot of the other games like head and shoulders above and still is to a large degree um and i got in ever since that and really liked the game and eventually got into the community side of it as well all right that's that's interesting to know that you've been playing since almost more than the majority of players because pre-alpha it's that's pretty that's a pretty long time ago like five years ago or something so yeah, yeah that's like that, a long huh? time all right well robo can take this next question um surprise what made you continue playing phantom forces to design <laughs> um well unlike appointment i've like i grew up kind of playing like solid studio games like the original call of Roboxia. after that i played like the kind of newer version of it and then once i heard that phantom forces, phantom forces was coming out um 
I was definitely interested and like it's just always been a way for me to kind of enjoy myself. So that's that's why like I still continue to play the game. I I find it enjoyable like to just kind of just relax sometimes and then also just like talk to the friends that I made in the community. Shit on kids at the same time. <laughs> it's the easiest game if you just want to go hop on and play a couple of games because there's oh, not yeah. a queue. Just you, in, you join, you're in a game and you can play. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm. So what about you, Pointman? Yeah, so I started playing the game, uh, and what made it really fun was uh, like there's a lot there's a lot of ways you can play the game, which sort of lends itself to me a lot. Um, and then also getting good at it, like Phantom Forces became at a certain point like something that I could just turn my mind off while doing, like in a public server. So I can just like if I'm having a particularly stressful day, I can just hop in a public server, sort of like allow my mind just to relax and just like. Uh, sort of relapse back into that muscle memory which is really nice and then there's this great community side of it where there's tons of people I can interact with all over the world so it makes it fun just to like engage with that side of PF um, which I think is underrated like PF does have a really good community um, and then there's the competitive side too which is like when I, like I'm a very competitive person um, so when I'm actually like trying to or at least back when I was like competing regularly and practicing regularly like when I was in that mode, it was really cool and really fun to uh, both like link up with my team and get really close with them, but then also like be hyper-focused together, be like winning together. We'd be screaming, be yelling. And like, that's just a feeling that's very hard to replicate sometimes with uh, other games and Phantom Forces really fit into like that sort of niche spot um, in a really, really well and cool way. So I've always liked it and always found it something I can come back to even when I've like had periods of inactivity. Okay. Well, yeah, that's good to know. So, what do you continue playing Phantom Forces? Like, what makes you continue, Bryce? What makes me? I mean, mainly just the people that I've met along the way. Because, I mean, if I hadn't continued to play the game, I wouldn't have met, you know, like, a lot of the friends that I have online, at least. So, I'm very grateful for the game itself. That's why, that's why I still play it. Would you would you want to give a shout out to some people? Uh, man, there's just so many. Like probably people like Roman, my boy Ty, aka Rare Force. Um, I mean Zach. There's just like so many people that um I can name, but those are probably the most impactful for me, at least. All right. What about you, Pointman? Why did you continue playing? Yeah, I'd have to echo the same thing as Bryce. Like, it's not, like, bumping into people, meeting people. Like, we've been playing it for so long, and there's, like, people who have quit the community. Like, you don't know. You can bump into them just in a public server, like, someone you haven't seen in, like, three years, and that's super neat. Like, you know, there's that moment where you reconnect. You're like, wait a second. Sure. How's it going, dude? Yeah, then you can sort of rekindle a lot of stuff. And it's just it's a fun game, too. Like, people don't give enough credit, I think. Like, it's got a pretty good movement selection, especially with the recent updates. There's a lot of ways to... um customize your guns and actually change them into something that's like significantly different than what they might have been elsewhere like it's, it's it's a game that you can just actually just try to find a fun gun and just like grind away an hour just like enjoying the game for the game's sake you know throwing some music in the background yeah and w do you have shout outs oh man there's like 
there's really too many to like say um like I, I could shout out so many like the original chaos community back when like that was a bigger thing um the original like teams i played with just like the people i played against there, there's honestly so many that like you know if any of you guys are listening you know how you guys are and you know always you guys have had a big impact on me appreciate that so well, everyone has had like uh, the same impact so it's mostly a community thing that makes you guys keep playing for sure yeah, yeah. Mm. not just because of the game mostly because of the community that's uh it. well i i kind of play the game because i i think i'm pretty good at it i mean like I think even, yeah. i mean even if i wasn't that good at it i would probably still play just like you know be that's with uh, my friends no that's mm. true there are some fun games like CSGO is really fun i'm not really good at it so like if i'm trying to relax i probably don't want to play csgo because i'm gonna get angry because i'm just getting like dominated by people but <laughs> you have to, like it doesn't happen as much which is nice all right well yeah um let's get to the next question so in five years there's going to be call of robloxia that's going to come out do you guys think you're going to play it <laughs> Man, in five years, I'm going to be graduated from uh, college, bro. And, like, I'm probably going to be, like, the plan is I'm, I'm going to go to medical school. So, like, I, I don't know if I'm going to have time for that. But, like, I mean, I guess if I do have time, I'll definitely, like, give it a shot. But, honestly, I, I probably wouldn't, probably wouldn't, like, uh, take it too seriously. I'll just, like kind of hop on here and there and just like so that way i can just play with like some friends or whatever yeah what about you pointman in five years yeah i mean that's a long time i don't know i'd, pro I'd probably have to like echo the same thing as bryce to be honest like if you'd asked me five years ago if i'd still be playing phantom forces i probably would have told you no way but i mean here i am right now so i don't know like um we'll see what happens i'm not gonna say yeah or no but you know, if it's a fun game, for sure, I'm down. Um, the stylist devs, like, they're they're also learning, too. So the more time they give themselves and the more they're experimenting, like, the game's probably going to be better than Phantom Forces. So if I'm still enjoying Phantom Forces in five years, I'll probably be enjoying Call of Roblox, the new one. Is it actually five years? Like, we always did it in every episode. I've heard a lot of people. From what I know. to make a Roblox game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually... I found a chaos actually July fourteenth. I have it right in front of me. July fourteenth, twenty sixteen. And it's twenty twenty one January right now. So chaos itself is actually coming up on a five year anniversary, which is insane for me to think about. And I've <laughs> definitely been playing Fan of Wars a little bit longer than that. So sheesh. <laughs> um I was yeah. actually more on about that it. it takes five years to develop uh, core. But you know, that works too. <laughs> I mean, it depends because, like you know, most games now, like, one of the, most of the top games now take about that time. Really? Jeez. I mean, have you seen, like, the last, like, I think it was Final Fantasy, it took, like, 10 years to make it or something? Yeah, but that's wow. Final Fantasy, man. Uh, this is a Lego game where you shoot people. It, it depends. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I mean, from what I've heard, it, people told me it was five years. And I was like, bro, really? Even I think it I didn't believe like it what they add, what they add to the game, honestly. Like how it's they try to be a complete different mechanic from Phantom Forces. Mm -hmm. 
from what I've seen, like, it, it, your weapon will gain levels. It's not like most, it's not like gonna be you. Oh, like, okay, okay. Yeah, so when your weapon levels up, you're gonna get attachments. Basically like Call of Duty. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Basically Call of Duty on Roblox. Yeah, this is, it's gonna Which be almost sense. exactly like it. What? Okay. Which makes sense, seeing how yeah, Call of Duty Roblox, Roblox yeah, yeah. is, yeah, <laughs> Call of Duty Ripple, so. Who would have guessed? Yeah, Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, let's get to uh, competitive questions now. Right. So, Bryce, when did you get in competitive? <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> I was around CPFL days, but I was never really a player. But my first real kind of start like where I became like really active was probably around season season eight of CPFO, like near the end of the end of it. I played on a a team called Hyper and then I ended up like getting to know people like Zach aka Culprits and like the rest is kinda history from there. Okay. What about you, Poyman? So I I got I'm gonna say I got forced into it because when I like made when I made chaos there were a lot of people who were like oh we want to have like a competitive team and I I actually didn't even know much about competitive and they started linking me towards CPFL and like enough like we sort of put it up to a vote like hey oh, who would be interested in this there were so many people who were like oh shoot I guess I gotta make a competitive team um so I got into it that way but then I really liked it um it was tough at first um, like the community's come a long way in terms of becoming like more welcoming and less toxic, but especially in like CPFL days, it was, there was like a lot of uh, friction to like new teams joining and new players, especially. So that was like tough getting through. But at the end of the day, like it made us a really strong core while we had that team together. Cause we were sort of like underdogs fighting up. Um, and then and it got easier as we got better too. Um, so yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Let's go to the next question that won't be very hard to answer for Chaos, for Pointman. So what were your previous teams, Bryce? Uh, previous teams, Hyper, um, let's see, Hyper, Zen Serenity, uh, Elite Toes, um, for, uh, those are CPFO. Then for like PFDL, it was like Australia Great and Canada, uh, T called Squirrels in My Pants. Uh, those are the two notable ones. And right now for SCL, uh, Pravda, and then I switched to Chaos Gaming. What about you, Pointman? Hardest question for life. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's got in the name. Sheesh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> was very I, I never, difficult for you to answer, right? Yeah, it's extremely difficult. Think about it. A long Probably list. The only person who's like been in one team and one team only. Yeah, that, like. that's true. They're the only yeah. person who's been in only one team. That's why I'm the uh, except one team. Except no, actually, yeah, and not only you. Which is pretty funny to think about it. Technically, you're the most loyal player of all <laughs> of all competitive. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, five man is a legend. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> so like, all right. So, well, so Robo talking about um, like Prafta and stuff. 
So when Profta disbanded, like, did, did most of you just go to Chaos <laughs> immediately, or? Um, that is it. That is an interesting question because, like, <laughs> I mean, a lot of the guys are actually gonna like leave the com or not community, but just like kind of sit the season out. Okay. But <clears throat> it was kind of, in a way, kind of up to me because like <laughs> Roman had reached out to me and was like. Hey, do you want to join Chaos? Is like, if you do, we'll definitely have a spot open for you. But at the same time, I was like, kind of talking to uh, Nolan and Gang, and I was like, yeah, hey, do you guys still have a spot open? And it was kind of a decision between uh, Chaos and Gang at the time. <laughs> but like, after playing with Roman and uh, PFMM, and like seeing the way that we play together, I was like, man, I can't, I can't let this go. Like, I, this is gonna be like a really good thing for not just like the team but for the league because it's going to make it more competitive and then <laughs> that in turn also kind of brought tom or duskia to, uh to chaos and also brought a uh, nathan to chaos as well so yeah that that's what really happened uh after probably disbanded and then of course he had like all the other guys like join their respective teams the most mental um, one is, I don't, I don't know, his name's like any Cetus. He like didn't join the team and then at the end he joined Ala <laughs> Gaming in mine. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, uh, I think he was just trying to find a team at that point because, like, I mean, I, honestly, I wouldn't want to, like, just sit out the season if I, like, already invested enough time into it. Ala Gaming. Think, Shout out think, to Ala Gaming. I think, just, I think he just wants to shit on minor players. Like, you know? <laughs> And that's fair. Sometimes you just want to feel like you're better without putting effort into it. Um... Well, uh, I'll be asking this one. So, if you guys have kept up with um, SCL, so in Major, who are the top five best teams? Top five? Yeah. In my opinion, it's... um. Like in order. In order. Well, right now, I would say it's... Of course, like pick your you can like take your pick one or two, gang chaos, um, cartel. Uh, let me take let me take a look at it real quick. Cartel. Honestly, wait, who would you say is third place? <laughs> I think third, I would say cartel is third. Yeah. Why? Why not team nuts? Uh. Because one practice is in the I think they're a little bit rusted, but like if they, like that could go like back and forth as well. Like depending if, on if they were in their peak, T TN would be number oh, one yeah. for sure. Number one, there's no doubt oh. TN would be top one. I don't know Maybe. about that one. In, yeah. in their peak, appointment in their peak. I I still don't know about that. Honestly, I'll still push Bro. back on that. Yeah, I will. Are, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. telling you, like, the way that everyone's playing right now, like, I, I don't really know about players in their peak, but, like, I'm pretty sure the guys right now, like, that are performing their best right now, they wouldn't, like, they would put up a, a good fight, and I, I think they'd, like, pull out on top. <laughs> but, yeah, so, it's, like, 1-2, gang chaos, uh, let's see. Cartel nuts, and then I'm still gonna have to say 
AZ is going to be five, but even Noble could honestly in, slip in there. Even even if their team is in shambles. <laughs> honestly, with, with the recent I think, incidents, uh... yeah, I think they picked up box status recently. Oh, so, oh shit! Oh okay, yeah. Oh. So like, all right, I they're see. still very okay. strong. And it's like they just have to play yeah, like you know their best. And, but I think they're definitely five. Yeah. Could probably argue that guy has an upgrade. So. Mm. Alright, well, you cannot you cannot deny the fact box status wouldn't actually help AZ. So oh yeah, for sure. So Poyman, is your list the same or any different? Uh, mine's a little bit different. I think definitely gang and chaos like is one or two. You can choose that. <laughs> Cartel that, is three. Yeah, um, for sure. I think Cartel definitely is uh, third. Because I think Cartel practices a lot more, and also like um, their teamwork is really cohesive as a result of like practicing, scrimming, like just being active with each other, mm -hmm. um, and also like just doing stuff through PFM. Like they're very sharp. Nuts has a lot of firepower, so I'd probably put them as four. Um, and I think like if one of those guys has a really like good standout game, like that could really be a difference turner in say a match between Cartel for that third spot. But I'd probably still like. I still think like 70% of the time Cartel is going to beat Nuts um, in like fair maps. And then for fifth, I have like, I actually have Azon or Noble as fifth because I think like Azon has a strong team. Um, yeah, but didn't, didn't they actually get absolutely <laughs> just swept by gang? Yeah, but like you got, I okay, so like okay so i put cartel's third for example and like by some accounts like when we played cartel just recently on desert it was a 299 like tdm game which like people would say like that's that's sort of getting swept too but it's not always as simple as that like just boiling down to one round especially because you'll have people just you didn't have a good game sides map all that kind of stuff factors in so i i, I don't I wouldn't write them off just for that I think Noble has a good lineup um, that just needs more time to like come together as far as like cohesion and chemistry go. Because I look at it on paper and I see a lot of really good players, but you know, I, I just think they need more time, honestly, as a team. Okay. Yeah. So, who do you think? Like, do you think AZ is better than Azon? <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not really sure to be honest. Like, recently, obviously, like there's. With like the Wally thing, for example, there's been some stuff that's like throwing that up in the air, and then but I also haven't really been like, yeah, yeah. So I also haven't been following like the two like I, I keep track of their match logs, but like I haven't been following them too intently. So I don't want to say something that might like piss off one side just because I don't know like wait, wait okay, that's a quick one. So where do you put FBR? FBR <laughs> is um. <laughs> It, no, like, FBR is tricky because, like, FBR is, by, like, all accounts, a new-gen team for, like, the but most part. But they beat Cartel 2-0. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. they beat. Well, they beat a different roster of Cartel because that was, like, with different roster changes. Yeah. And I don't. I also don't think Cartel probably was expecting them to, like, swing as hard as they were. I was looking at... Okay, so I was looking at FBR's, like, track up to the majors in placement. And of their five placement matches, four of the teams they faced actually ended up in the majors and they beat two of them yeah. so like against major teams like coming in they had a 50 percent win rate which is like pretty good and it's probably the hardest tournament run any team had and they still managed to get to majors honestly which is prop to them but they need more time the best 
new gen team. Yeah, for, for my, yeah. Four, everyone always says TM, but in my opinion, it's FBR that's the best major team because they've actually, you know, mm-hmm. beaten. They need more time <laughs> and they need to be scrimming more and like just getting more exposure so their team can come together. Because when we were, yeah, I tried to set something up with them and it just like didn't really work yeah. out because I heard they were a good objective team. And if I think, if, I think if they could get more ex- experience with the team and also as individuals, like they could turn into a really, a really powerful team that like brings a unique style of play in because they're still objective based. They're Brazilian, right? Yeah. So most of their time zone should be EST. EST yeah, exactly. And, uh, EST, uh, CST, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that should be the majority of the time zone, so it shouldn't be hard to schedule with. Technically. I think it's because they have a limited amount of time, like during the, the weekend, weekend, stuff like that. Uh, That's fair. Yeah, because te- in matter of time, like, they wouldn't have any problems. Because, like, CST and EST are, like, the two easiest to uh, schedule with. Because the majority of people are in those time zones. And yet, they have difficulty scheduling. Well, from what you just said, so that makes me wonder how. I mean, so like you... people got lives too, so it could be stuff like that. So yeah. I feel for that. Like, just... like, there's a difference between not being able to schedule and no name. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. Okay. okay. You guys played any other games competitively before Phantom Forces? Uh, <laughs> maybe even after. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about like, kind of like, I'm gonna say no. I haven't. Semi-pro, pro, no. But I mean, yeah. like, of course you have like, like ranked, like okay. Valorant, CS, stuff like that, Overwatch. Like, that's about it. There's, it's not like or, very organized, like the way Final Forces is. But yeah, just kind of like matchmaking. What about you, Pointman? He said no. Oh, <laughs> didn't hear that because Bryce was talking. Oh, um, oh, 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 goodbye, Pointman. Oh, I think yeah, exactly. welcome back, back Pointman. <laughs> my audio cut. My audio cut. All right, so I've had a question. Do you guys think we're gonna lose a map? <laughs> do you guys think we're gonna I th- lose I think I think it was Bryce who said TM was good so he probably will say yes TM? Oh, are you talking about pass losing him out? yeah uh, I gotta I, I gotta root for the boys on TM you, you, you see, know you got, this you got, guy this guy, you is the the point. Re- this guy is the reason why people think TM is better because he's yeah, not like bro Bryce. You do know we went one round against TM, then they forfeited the second round, right? Okay, okay, like, listen, listen to me though. Like, I know you guys have like previous comic series, but like, don't sleep on those TM boys. I'm telling you, no, they're actually kind of crazy. I think it'll um, be it'll yeah, be, we went against be, their top roster. I and think, he... like my entire team is shit talking like TM, but I think it'll be mm-hmm. close. I think it'll be close. <laughs> Definitely oh, yeah, a good match. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe shit okay, like a dangerous thing to them? do. Honestly. Maybe we should try to get a scrim without getting stand-ins like the usual. Because the problem with pass, I'm going to say it right now, is that most of the players are leaving. Right now we're seven players because technically G4X isn't really in the team right now. No, he's in the so, team right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got to accept. Well, then we're eight players. 
Okay, so wow. one more, if one player leaves, we have to disband because we're under the minimum, <laughs> which is a thing that also is a big problem with teams. Well, let me tell you, if someone leaves, I'm not telling anyone he left. <laughs> 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 but also the problem is uh, me, who who is by far the most uh, active member in this team. Me, like, I mean, me, Robo... And probably Snot are like the three most active. Joe's not almost... active. Yeah. yeah, but not as much as like me and you. Like me and Robo are like always there. We can be every scrims almost. Uh, like all the time. But the problem is one of the two is banned. And I wonder who it is. <laughs> it, it, it's not me. <laughs> but also a thing that I think is that the ban is... For, for talking about cheats in DMs, three months... Mm. That's, I feel like that's exaggerated. And it's not like he was like saying, oh yeah, this is the link, download it here or something. It wasn't like he yeah. was like teaching someone to get cheats. Hey bro, these cheats are super good, bro. You should try them out. Like, it's not like I said that. I just showed screenshots of what, of the, of why Wadict got banned in the first place. Like him having the cheats. And he, I, I think, okay, one of the two things is either... He thought I was cheating. I had the cheats. Or, I mean, I don't know how he would think that. Or, he thought I knew Wadik was cheating. So he reported me for that. And then I got banned for talking about cheats. And three months. I would have expected like a month. A month? Yeah, that would have been reasonable. But three months for talking about cheats. That's like as much as fucking getting banned in Phantom Forces almost. I think you have to be like really careful about... Especially what you say around a, you know, kind of style staff and a stylist league, like, because you you know what you say in CVFO, like you definitely, like what would seem like questionable, like it would probably like not slide at all, and you know, SCL. So like, is it like I don't know the whole situation, but like, you just gotta be like extremely cautious, you know. Yeah, but the problem is three months. That's what I. That's what I'm wondering. Three months. Like that, I feel like it's too severe. Like, so, uh, from so what I've heard, CPFL wasn't very severe. From what I've heard, CPFL was really like, bad. To be quite honest, though, like yeah, that, SCL is too severe now. Well, that's the thing. It's like Stylus broke ties with CPFL because of how badly it was run. From like a toxicity standpoint. Like the presence and proximity of cheats, uh, even amongst the people who are running the the tournament, and that's been like one of the reasons why they've been so distant from competitive was because of how like sour a taste that left in their mouth, um, so to speak. And then even with like CPFO, they've been like, I would I would say their relationship, at least at certain stages, with how they dealt with cheaters was in my opinion like too lenient because they would like be letting people who cheated a month ago like come back and n not that that like means that you were doing cheats but i'm just saying that i see why sel is going for like a much harsher stance to try to like clear the air in a way of speaking yeah, and also keep this the long-term thing and then get banned for like a month for cheating and now it's three months for talking about cheats. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm saying that was too lenient. And that was like a CPFO thing. That wasn't like when Stylus was involved. So it makes sense that like SEL, like not, not weighing in on the thing, 
but I do see, and I also do agree with like the fact that SEL is taking a lot of things more seriously and trying to expect like a higher level of standards just across like everyone participating in the league. My problem with this ban is that Mort got banned by a rule that didn't exist when he actually broke. <laughs> yeah, I f maybe like there sh should have been like a stern warning. Yeah, I feel like I, a I, warning. A warning, and then they then they would have written down yeah. the rule instead of writing yeah, down they, the no, rule no, no. saying, "Yeah, you broke this." It's like it's like if you if I saw someone trip on the street, and I'm like the gold emperor of that country, like yeah, tripping is illegal. You're now going to the execution <laughs> room. So it's like, like, like I said, I don't I don't really understand the whole situation, but like it's, from it's, what it's just so weird to me, like it's yeah, it's so weird to me, like. Obviously, I get why what Dict was banned, the cheater. Like, that makes complete sense. Yeah, but why Mott? <laughs> plus, it's non appealable. Mott basically wow. played the first match of the season with us and then is now banned for the entire season. Because hmm. that's how long. I still have like a, a little less than. No, actually, I have exactly a month to go. One month left to go. And I just don't understand why, like, <laughs> I, I wanted to appeal, but never heard anything. And the the thing that would probably work is if, like, we actually do a, like, group effort to actually make them understand that that rule is stupid. Like, stupid that it's three months. And without warrant, like, if I were to get warned about it to not do it ever again, I would be like, oh, okay, I'm not going to do it again. <coughs> but no, it's yeah. just, oh, you did it. Ban immediately. <laughs> mm. like, we should move on from this now. Like, we, already, yeah. we actually talked about this in the panda one as well. So. <laughs> yeah, but now we went yeah. a little bit more into details now with this one. Um, so, well, so I most of you like won't actually answer the second part of this. The three teammates you've had the most fun with, and the three that you've had the less fun with. Least. Not at least, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the most fun. Oh Pointman finds that very funny. You know what's oh funny? He sir. made the same like uh, mistake last episode. He said less fun. I was like, just ain't right with this one. Bro, okay, buddy. <laughs> it's not my fault. I'm French. Alright, let's French see. Canadian. I don't want to re relate to um uh, <clears throat> because I know <clears throat> Damn. what. Three good teammates. Shit. Uh. <laughs> well, are these are best like in skill. Like the the three teammates you have the most fun with. Like okay, okay, you're the okay. best buddies. Yeah, your best buds. Uh. Team with. One of them, I'm gonna have to say Ty, because like he's the one that like kind of like taught me how to become. Like the player that I am right now, like told me how to position and like told me what I need to do to work on my aim and stuff like that. Um, the second teammate is probably Roman because, like, <clears throat> I mean, me and Roman are like all these guys are not just friends like in game, but like they're friends like I talk to them outside of the game. So Roman is the second one because, like, I mean, we when we do play together, like I feel like we're a very powerful duo, and it's it's like we can 
once we get like started, like it's hard to kind of stop us. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. especially Roman now is like top three, oh, yeah. I think. Oh yeah, and it's just yeah. like <laughs> our play style is kind of like complement each other because he's more the anchor. I'm more of like that kind of aggro player, so I can trust him to cover cover me while like I push up and stuff like that. And the third teammate is probably <sighs> there's like there's like so many like it's either Tom or Nathan because like Tom is just like kind of like the mental rock for me because he whenever I'm kind of like chill as well oh yeah whenever I'm kind of tilted he'll kind of just like calm me down and then also like Nathan is also just a a very good friend of mine and <clears throat> I mean <laughs> we always just like mess around and stuff so. Nathan is friend with everyone almost oh, I don't yeah. know one person who dislikes Nathan he's a good guy so that, yeah. that's my like three slash four so what about the three least yeah, least, least? Bubba. You don't have to answer this one if you don't <laughs> want yeah, to. Yeah, no. Uh, I don't really dislike any... I didn't really dislike any of my teammates. I mean, I guess there are some people that, like, I don't like personally, but, like, I don't let that affect me during, like, in a team environment, you know? So... Who are these people? I mean, who are these people? Uh, <laughs> I'd rather not say, but, like... Oh, that would have been good content. <laughs> yeah, nah, it's not. It's nothing too deep. It's just like I may not agree with how they act, or like the way they act towards me. But like I've been on teams with them, and it's like it's whatever. You know, I, I don't let it. I don't let the personal stuff get in the way of like, you know, a business, like quote unquote. Business. <laughs> All right. So, what about you, Pointman? Um, you who I has probably... a very long comp history, probably have a lot of teammates in mind. I mean, yeah. There's I I've had a lot of really good teammates. Um, so it was it's sort of difficult to pick like the best ones, I suppose. Um, one I'll definitely say is Slay and Judo for those guys, if, for those of you who know him. Um, we just had a really we had really good chemistry in game that we'd often like, like back when I think PF was played a little bit more like strategically or like uh, little with a little more structure. I'd say we would often like go up on duos for objective rounds and be playing off each other. And we just had good synergy that way. And we still like talk to each other quite a bit. Um, another one I'd say would be Pulse Red, just cause he was always a super funny dude. He was like an LMG. Um, he had this like really thick, awesome accent. Um, <laughs> he's just so much fun to be in the server with. Um, so we all, we would always be like laughing while we were playing. Um, and then the other one I'd probably say would be Crabby Epic. We had a there was a little bit of a falling out that him and some of the other core members of our roster had at a certain time. But he was also a dude that we would just be having a lot of fun, like in and outside the server with chilling. Um pretty much most of those guys, like we all follow each other on Instagram. I have like cheat I texted him like have like Merry Christmas or whatever. Like we're all we were all very close and it still goes back. Um sort of similar as Bryce. I don't really have any that like I any teammates I didn't like. There were some people who I just didn't really vibe with their play style. But also, like, when I was playing, I was also the in-game leader, so I had a little bit more control over, like, how people were playing. So that was not really a problem. And like I said, like, PF, I think back then was a little more, uh, had more structure into it. Um, 
And then there were just a couple of people outside the game that I didn't vibe with as much and just never really got to the level of friends. Like we were teammates, but that was like pretty much the extent of it. Um, but no one I really hated or hated me, I don't think. I've always been on good terms with everyone I played with. Um, and I feel like they would probably say the same thing about me. So now there's the three you had the most fun with. Now there's the three you you think has the, the most skill and the least skill. Most skilled teammate. <laughs> Top um, Okay, okay. Um, me, of course. No, talking to, <laughs> about you, like Bryce saying me, you know? <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see. Right now? Shit, that's hard. I mean, probably Roman, Ty... And shit, it's just a a lot, really. No, Roman tie and yeah, I'm gonna have to say like Nathan or Tom, honestly. The same like, thing as the previous question. Damn. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I yeah, mean, Tom is like, cracked. You gotta. Yeah, you they're my fr- they're it. my friends. Yeah, and like I just like. I know they're insane at the game, so it's like nothing really changed there. So, the what about three players least? As a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what about three least killed? Hold on, <laughs> that's a loaded question. I mean, <laughs> point, man, number one. <laughs> Let's see. Uh-oh. I mean, nah, point man is my hobby. That point man is like. The best team rep, alright? Hold on, oh, this is a little bit off topic, but like, let me go shout out my boy Pointman real quick, cause like, this man, even before I was on Chaos, like, he was just a cool guy. Like, I didn't even really talk to him, it was just like, his presence was like, I could tell he was a good guy, like, by heart, so I was like, once I joined his team, I was like, yeah. damn. But he may be but... a good guy, but we're not talking about being a good person, we're talking about <laughs> oh, being a good player. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> No, five man is a, he's a he's a very good good player. So I don't I mean I don't really keep track of like the bad players. Yeah, no, to be it's, honest, it's kind of it's kind of hard to say because maybe it's yeah. like someone in this season, but you don't want to say it because they're on your team and it's like the Moses right team. No, seriously, like no, Chaos is an insane team. So like nobody on Chaos is bad. So well, Matisma is like muted. Like it's so mental <laughs> that you guys have the guy called that Raptor guy. <laughs> And it's so Raptor is, is good. No, but did, did you know Raptor? So he was actually not in Pass, but in Pass Academy before what? he got kicked. Yeah, yeah, and he got kicked out apparently, and now he's in Chaos. And I, every day I bully Motismo saying, how, how was there a Chaos member in the Academy team, and how did you like ban him? <laughs> <laughs> how did that happen? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you one least skilled player. Okay. And it's a. Uh, I don't know if you know him, but his name is Matisma Three Thousand. Oh, I, I I know I know him. Trust me, I know him. Yeah. I play him. No, I think Matisma's gotten a little bit better, but like, the, the uh, no cap. Matisma has a little bit of abysmal to play with. No cap. He's like a whiner. He IGLs even though he's a moron in my opinion. In the game sometimes, <laughs> um, and like the thing is, he plays on like. A Mac, and but not even a good Mac. He plays on like a Mac that doesn't even get forty FPS at times. Oh, game, but... that's awful. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's like, he's telling me, oh, yeah, I'm gonna get a gaming computer. So hopefully, you'll find the improve as a player, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, he'll definitely yeah. improve. Hopefully. So what about you, Poyman? Most kills. Uh, I'd probably say top three: um, Nolan, Empress, Refuse. Um, Nolan was really like I. I only t I first teamed with him in CPFO season one, and then PFRL winter um and he was he was the the way he was playing was really was like very not not meta and it worked really well against like what was happening and then obviously like his nade usage is like i'd probably say like top tier obviously um <laughs> for sure and of course bryce's nade usage is just <laughs> chef kiss let's go <laughs> there it is yeah <laughs> oh. So oh, when, I, when i joined Comp for the first time, and I joined Pass. One of the first scrims I did was against Prafta. It was a Metro, and we just all died to Nate in within like a few <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Like, what just happened to me? Why are we getting spawn trapped? Help! Like you also, think you're safe until you get airstrikes. Also, like, also, oh, also fuck. Also fuck. Ghost spawns on Metro. They're garbage. I hate them. Oh, yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, I'd probably say second would have to be Empress, um, just because. Like she, I I would say Roman is like this this <laughs> next gen empress in the sense of like you know head glitch <laughs> yeah. and play that support. Oh yeah, but, yeah. But I had never seen anyone play it as well as she did because she would be racking up like ten KDRs in the middle of oh. games, and it was just like this this like crazy support. Like we'd be playing desert, and back then I was I was pretty bad at desert. I'd say like I, my play style just didn't fit in. But it was great because we just had this uh, this rock just sitting on top of Bepis going like 20 and 2 on a TDM oh. match. And it was like, okay, sick. Like, we got this one bagged. LMG user or? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. LMG user with a horrible computer and no microphone. But we still, <laughs> still got the job done. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. okay. We were, we yeah. Because it, it was like a, she's, she would like set us up and support us. And we do this, try to do the same for her too, which was good. Um. So it just worked out really well, but insanely skilled at like putting up those numbers, especially like against people who are still playing now and are considered like the top tier of players. Uh, so super insane. And then my third one would be Refuse, who is on Chroma and then like also paired up with us for uh, PFRL Winter and then CPFO Season One. He was just he was just a really good, really aggro um, player. He would often like take like AKM and stuff like that and just like go charging head on and bag like three kills and then also cap the point or whatever it may have been um so it was super fun playing with him and he also he also had a really good energy that he brought to the team um which i think is key um i think it's key for that actually i haven't heard about him before like i heard all those names he just said but not him that's interesting oh and there's no bad players that play with. like i'm a firm believer that if you if you got to comp and especially like <laughs> I don't mean this in an arrogant way, but like if you get to comp and we're playing on the same team, like whatever that may have been, either because someone vouched for you, you did well in a tryout, like you're not a bad player. It, I don't care if like you do. Well, to be fair, uh, it's not exactly saying bad player. It's more saying the worst player. So even if they're good, you know, yeah, less good than the next. But I get what you mean. Yeah. Like I, I think it really depends on the team you play on. Like. I don't think some of the players on Chaos would be doing as well if they weren't in the in the team they're at right now. Because I think there's like a on chaos um, i don't know what bryce's perspective is on this but like it seems like there's a it's 
from the outside looking in, there's uh you can sense the chemistry and you can definitely tell how much like they're thinking, but like in the game where each other's positions are and like trying to play off of each other and focused in, they have like the same mindset and how they're approaching the game and it all complements each other really well, which helps them like do well together. Um, but like, if you just take one of those guys and you put them on a different team and just like switch things up, like they might not do individually as well. Maybe they'll do better, but like it, a lot depends on just the circumstances you're playing in. I think that's why people like also don't do well on PFMM sometimes because yeah, if your team's not looking team out for you, yeah, yeah. I noticed that one like, like the f four times I play PFMM, like not the same mm -hmm. as playing with my past players. It's like oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, they for don't sure. Don't know what mm -hmm. I want. They don't. Know, they don't know what I want to do. And, like I don't know what they want to do. So. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Like to kind of like continue what I was saying. Like personally, when I was on Pravda, like very strong roster. But the way, like that, I played it just didn't really complement the way that the the whole team played. So it was kind of hard for me to do what I had to do. But once I joined Chaos, like there, like it was like a slight little change. But that change kind of, I don't know. It, it just like clicked something for me, and like you feel like two times <laughs> the player, right? Yeah, I feel like insane right now, like. A lot of people say that I'm like top five right now, but you know, I I like to stay humble and stuff like that. So I guess I kind of undervalue myself. But if I'm gonna be honest, I do think I'm a very like I'm probably probably in my prime right now. Okay. But uh, I definitely like I I can definitely see the waypoint man like what he's saying. So how like just like the way that a team plays with each other and how they can just like kind of communicate without really being verbal about it like being hyper aware like this is what like a good example is probably season four toes like i i wasn't there during the time and point if you like want to talk about it like after but like i heard season four toes is like not by any means like a stacked roster but like their team chemistry was like very insane, which is what what brought them to a season win. Yeah, for sure. I wasn't I wasn't there in season four, but I I, I sorry I'm back. The top the team was actually like it was actually brought up in conversation like this weekend I think like we were talking about uh, <laughs> season four toes and it was like mm -hmm. the same thing was just that like it wasn't this mentality like yeah you could have a couple really good players that were definitely the people who were probably gonna top frag. But you didn't need a stacked roster that like would top frag on any team that they're in because if you have that chemistry and like that understanding of how you want to play the game and that trust too like knowing that like a t if you give the call out a teammate's gonna like get the trade for you or get the tag if you tell oh, them yeah. the information and make the right decision if you have that trust and you like don't have breaking down in communication and like people getting heated you got good chemistry like that 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 really does a lot that can be like a that can be like a six man. Like that can really give you like it will feel like a sixty five, and it gives you that momentum and can turn the tables. Like the thing is with the team chemistry thing, it's like it's kind of a shame how the roster rules are because like you could join the team and then realize like halfway through like I'm not really vibing with these guys, and I'm not we're just not working too well together and it's like oh yeah you can't really switch with these rules even now it's like mm -hmm. you can do like once and if it, and if you join the wrong team again unlucky but 
Because you have to share the season. Well, you have to play a season in a team where you're just not feeling it. Oh, yeah. So in a way, you got lucky with how Prasa disbanded and got into chaos. Well, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I love the Pravda guys. Like, no, they're all my friends. Day, yeah. yeah. It's just like... It was mainly, like, the way... The difference between, like, the way the teams played. Because Chaos is a lot more, like, proactive at, like, OBJ. While, like, Pravda was mainly, like, kind of a TDM-based... Uh, team Shoot and like yeah. like i'm a, i'm a heavy obj player so like when it's just kind of like me and maybe like one other player on the team kind of just helping me out with objective i like it's very hard to do my part but chaos has allowed me to kind of play with more confidence like knowing that you know i'm not going to be the only one like on the objective and like, it kind of relieves a lot of pressure off of me. So that's basically why you left? No. Uh, no, no. We uh, it, we left, or we all left, because, like, just, like, uh, just other issues, but... We'll never like, get to know. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is a secret that only probably can know. Okay, so there's a thing I think we should start doing is your opinion on certain players, some of them okay. being hated, some of them being usually okay. uh, liked. Okay. Just like we did with only Forrest and Panda, because, you know, <laughs> they would be the one shit talking. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so let's just start right off the bat with Nolan. <laughs> Nolan is definitely, you know, very well-known. Uh, I want to I even just say, like, Con player. I think he's pretty well known like throughout the community. I could be wrong, but like he is definitely a very good player and also he's a very good uh kind of leader in a sense because you know he started PFDL and PFMM and he kind of gave me so that uh just when he was uh he basically told us that Nolan just was shouting at the top of his lungs to cap a cap a point. <laughs> Yeah, great leader there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he kind of gave me, or he kind of set me up for the position that I'm in. Like I'm a I'm a director, and uh, like I guess I own a PFMM now, technically. But he also kind of put in a good word for me for SCL staff. So that's also a big reason why I'm staff. <laughs> but he's kind of gotten me, like. And positions of power, so I'm like, I think he's a pretty, pretty good guy, and like his his impact um, and influence on the what? community is very strong. Yeah, about that, it depends on who sees it because. Oh um, yeah, for you, sure. Yeah, you've seen it. You were in the VC. Oh yeah. Yeah, nice guy. Maybe not completely. You know. <laughs> I think when it I just depends that, on like, the person. I think. The thing the problem, is, thing is more... let me speak, Robot. Let me speak because I've had problems with Nolan, him hating me. Yeah, but because it's been a while, I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe we can be chill now. Maybe we can actually start having the same conversations that we first had. Because when I first spoke to Nolan, like our conversations were chill, like I thought he was chill. And mm -hmm. he started, you know, being a dickhead and banning me twice in CPFO. Mm -hmm. 
but also banning John because he wanted to, which kind of makes me not think he's as much of a nice guy. <laughs> and still, I ha I cannot deny the fact Norman is really good at the game, despite him just almost sweating his his balls off every game. Maybe maybe we should get him like on the podcast and call it like the therapy episode where you two talk about. <laughs> oh, I'd I'd watch that. That'd be that'd be a good episode. Oh, I would shit on him so hard. That's not how therapy works. You don't go to therapy. I don't care. I would shit. Uh, I would still shit talk him. Oh, that's because... how you. Not, that's how you not fix the relationship. Boss. He's living your head rent free, bro. He is. <laughs> he literally is. He literally... <laughs> Every episode he talks about Nolan. Oh, no. I don't even know who Zeno. He's there. Oh Zeno. Oh yeah. What? Okay. Let's see. What do you think of Zeno? Both of you. Uh. I don't, know, I, I don't even know him. I, I personally don't like the guy, but like, yeah, okay. I'm so not gonna get into it. That. <laughs> reason I why to him. I do not. Reason why I like to put the Canadian in front of French. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just so I don't relate to. Uh, I, I I I want I don't want to say retard, but this retard, but, you know. I don't want to <laughs> say it, but I'll say it anyway. Okay, <laughs> I mean, everyone agrees that even if I'm hated in comp, like, Zeno is more hated than me, by far. I don't think you're hated, I think you're just annoying. <laughs> I mean, exactly. <laughs> let me go back, let me go back to when I was talking. So Bryce, I remember, he muted me permanently for saying something racist to you. But when it comes to Nolan, what happened? Wait, did he even say anything racist? Yeah, he said he doesn't want to hear my fucking French accent. <laughs> that he's gonna have That's an That's more xenophobic than racist, but yeah, okay. I mean, it's the, xenophobic is a branch of uh, racism, you know? I guess. I guess. I mean, I, I don't really want to get into it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think at the end of the day, like, you're gonna like people that you like, you're gonna dislike people that you dislike. And... <clears throat> Honestly, just like, you know, don't, don't like sweat it too much, you know, at Good the end of the day. Mo yeah. trying to it's make really this fucking deep. podcast drama alert, like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just, like, okay, so most of the people don't understand this, but when I shit talk, it's just as a joke. Unlike okay. Xeno, who actually is serious when he shit talks, like, when okay. he shit talks, He's so serious about it. Like, man, there you go he... mentioning Zeno again. You should just marry him. No, 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 listen, I... <laughs> no, there's a thing about meeting Zeno because <laughs> we're hated for the same reason because we both talk shit. But the thing I hate is people actually think I'm serious when I shit talk. Well, yeah, because most you of the time I just you joke never around. Not do it. <laughs> you <don't> <laughs> I cannot stop myself. I'm impulsive. I said it in the Panda podcast. I'm highly impulsive. So when I say something. Like, my brain is like, oh, yeah, say it, instead of, like, thinking about it. Oh, but uh, before, just the podcast, wait, wait. before the podcast, I told you all the things I do for the for the podcast. Uh, I, I'm also a PR manager, as in, I tell Mutisma to just not talk at times. In, <laughs> Please stop talking. But I still ignore We're you in a certain, what's it, like, the YouTube history project and, like, an invite-only mm -hmm. Discord with, like, 
decently big PF YouTubers. Yeah. And Mort just started shit talking them of like, hello. <laughs> oh. I was DMing yeah. him, bro. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. And he just kept going. There's only 78 subs. Doesn't matter. And we'll shit talk the bigger ones, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you you have a mental illness. That's where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, um, bro. Let's just move on from this drama alert segment. Um. What teams did you guys have the most? Wait. Not for Pointman, because he can only answer one. Which oh, team did man. you have the most fun in, uh, Bryce? Ah, oh, man. <laughs> well, actually, you can answer Pointman in which favorite variation of the team, so which season. Okay. <laughs> Shit. I mean, dude, dude, that's a hard question. I, I can't really say if I don't have a favorite, if I'm going to be honest, because, like, each kind of team that I've been on, was in different kind of points of, uh, I want to say, well, like, I guess my life, but also just, like, comp in general. Like, for Toes, it was just, like, me kind of vibing with John and uh, Ty and then Jack for a little bit till like, he got exposed for cheating. Uh, for, what's it called? For Pravda, it was, like, it was, it was kind of iffy because, I mean, I was still kind of, new to the scene so but i had like become close friends with everyone there so it was a it was very different from toes because like i'm I'm gonna admit (laughs) toes is a little bit toxic but Pravda is kind of more like like very uh kind hearted guys so uh i've definitely had fun in uh Pravda as well and for chaos it was like you know getting the meet point man and getting to actually know him (laughs) Uh, also kind of bringing some of the Pravda guys towards Chaos. And then also just, like, the team that we have right now is insane. So, like, getting to kind of, like, become friends with people that I kind of, like, saw as rivals during that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, every, every each team that I played on was, like, had ups and downs. But in the end, I, I can't really pinpoint a favorite team. Like, they're all, they're all awesome. Wait, quick question in case i forget which team was better profta or chaos before you guys joined chaos <sighs> well i have a i have a bias of course so i'm gonna i'm gonna have to say profta like <laughs> i mean profta just, was pretty solid in. just like because nathan is easily <laughs> top tier one like oh yeah no doubt i can see sure. back in season 10 probably the best new gen like ever like, oh yeah he he was crushing because <laughs> if he if it wasn't for the fact he didn't do to watch this recording, mm-hmm. he would have probably just made BMB win or something like that. If if BM, if he would have joined BMB, but the thing is they had Duskia Duskia who almost always goes double positive in PFMM. Uh, Nathan as well, Bryce, you you you're like I, I've never when I've seen you play. <laughs> I don't think you've never been this good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, that, that's, uh, that's fair. Well, I mean, Jay's probably going to be like the bottom frog of that team, not going to lie. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay. Jay's actually I got mean, it really I, good. I dislike so. Jay because he's always like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Why are you guys not there? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> like, he, like, in PFMM, by the way. So he tryhards in PFMM, which... In my opinion, it's kind of sad. 
But all right, all right. Point seven KDR every game. <laughs> I mean, there's a difference between PFMM trying and CP and competitive trying. If you train competitive, then okay, it's normal. You want to win. But in PFMM, who cares about if you lose like a little bit of elo? Like you lose don't forty elo. Don't you get elo. banned for throwing? Like, don't you get like muted? Yeah, yeah, I mean no, you get banned listen, for throwing, but like if you're if we're talking just like a bad game or playing bad, no. No, no. Listen, you don't throw. You just don't try. <laughs> Basically, I don't know. Like Forrest just trolls around all the time in PFMM and still <laughs> does good. And yeah, but that's the thing. He he can he can do that and still like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like I've heard a lot of like because War once like I'll be honest with you guys. <laughs> at first, I thought War was bad. <laughs> War's finals. Because in PFMM, I remember when uh, Refinery was allowed. I killed him multiple times, and I was like, damn, this guy's really that good. <laughs> and I thought, and then when I saw how good War actually was, and I was like, oh, well, well, well. And that's where I knew that nobody actually tries in PFMM. Because if they did, then PFMM wouldn't be fun. Because then all of the top players would just destroy everyone. And, I think, like, I have a hot take. I think people try in PFMM, and they just don't admit it. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if like top players actually tried in PFM, except you know Nolan, because Nolan always tries even in pubs probably. But <laughs> if top players actually tried in PFMM, they would probably crush everyone. Well, like, well I mean, they still kind of do anyway, right? So... Yeah, yeah, no, like... but they would actually stomp on people. I mean, I I have like, or until like I kind of lost it today, but like. I, I already hit level 10, and that's like 2000 ELO, right? <laughs> so, I guess, like, I mean, I, in any in competitive environment, I take it seriously. Like, I don't just fuck around. <laughs> I mean, there'll yeah. be times, like, in VC where, I, like, I vibe. It's not, like, where I have to, like, go full sweat. But, like, I, I don't like losing, so. Yeah, I've been told. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to purposely throw my game, right? Bryce, I've been told you, um... Are quite toxic in PFMM. <laughs> uh, I will admit, I am a little bit toxic, and, and that is something I have. What to do we expect from those members? Am I right? Seriously, seriously. That's the match. Uh, to, to be fair, like, like when I'm play, like, I, I come from CS, and like, literally, I don't think I've ever had a game where someone wasn't toxic in one round. So, like, <laughs> oh yeah. That, that, that kind. So I'm kind of like. I get it. It's like you're being competitive, you know. Comp and mm -hmm. Sometimes being competitive, like you screaming at your teammate, "Don't be stupid" or something, will seem like toxic. But you're just trying to make them play better. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I think for me, I think it just I need to like redirect that and like kind of get my message across in like a more constructive way instead of like. I being, watch out, bro. Like, I used to be really toxic as well, and then I stopped being toxic, but I was like, like less good at games, so I don't know. Uh, I, I watch out. Yeah. The more toxic, <laughs> the better you are. <laughs> I don't know about that. Unless you're more toxic. I mean, if you, reach... <laughs> Listen, if you reach toxicity at its perfection, you become forced. Uh, <laughs> fair, okay. So, um... Yeah. I mean, wasn't Nico also a little bit toxic at times? Uh... I don't know much about Nico. I mean, because from what I've heard, Nico was a troll. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah Panda said. Nico would get in VCs and just start screaming at the players and the people in the VCs. 
<laughs> and look how good Nico was. You know, guys, if you guys want to be good, start being toxic. That's the way. That's the way. I have one who plays PFMM. Instead of letting Bryce yell at you, you yell at him. <laughs> no, if you do that, you're going to get banned. AKA what happened with me, you know? <clears throat> no, honestly, what? like, if I am toxic, like, someone needs to tell me because you're right. And then, because <laughs> like, I, I don't want to be toxic, honestly. Bryce, if you play as good as you always do, I'd, I'd just let you yell at me. I'd be like, fair. Pretty much when you have like a good player and he starts shit talking you, you can't really say anything back. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know? Nah, I, I don't want to be an ass. You know? That's not that's not the way I, I like. I need to act. So I definitely like, I got to chill out. So I understand yeah, that. that. That's what I didn't yeah, do. Uh, it, it's server. good that you... That you, you know, self-reflect on that. That's like yeah. the first step. And like, I, I'm not like, I'm not the type of guy that's like, be like, yeah, I do nothing wrong. Like, I obviously like, fuck up all the time, so. Definitely. Yeah. Trick is just to be like, but, constructive with it. Like, you got people sometimes, especially like the people who come in, like 800 ELO, first game, they don't know what they're doing. It's like, oh, oh just, yeah. you, you, you just gotta like, try to guide them. Don't be like, you're shit. Oh, you can't believe you missed that shot. Oh my God. <laughs> What do you think is going to be in their head the next time they try to shoot? They're going to be like, oh my god, I hope I don't miss that they don't see me. I know, I know. That, that's probably why like, I got I to gotta, like... If you're going to be no, listen, <laughs> if you're gonna be a guy called Jin Moretti, a lord. don't play PFMM. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you right now, don't play PFMM. You're just ruining the you're just ruining the cues no, because to be fair, like it's the yeah, only way to go, play competitive. Negative, uh. Don't play. If you, you no, know, even Quinn to pull negative, don't play. <laughs> like, I mean, if I'm gonna be honest, like during uh, there's a time where I played PF and I was uh, I was the like the dog shit person. I was like going like triple neg. I was like getting shit talked on, but like yeah, it kind of sucked, but like. And it kind of hurt my feelings, but I definitely, it was definitely a learning experience. Like, of course, not everyone's the same as me. So, like, I, I got to, like, turn down the toxicity, sort of. But it's just, like, I definitely had to, like, realize that not everyone is going to be good right off the bat. Because, like, it took me a while to develop it. Like, me, the that I I've always been, like, decent at OBJ because I've always been an OBJ player. <laughs> even in pubs. Oh, yeah. uh, listen, even in pubs, I would focus on OBJ. Like, I would be like... Yeah, OBJ. That's where like I've level, I've ranked up. Like I have a low amount of kills compared to my rank. Mm -hmm. I've ha I have like one point two, uh, one hundred twenty thousand. When I when most people must be like like one hundred fifty, just because I was focusing more on OBJ than actual kills. Which is why if someone shit talks me, I'm gonna be like, yeah, okay, but at least I can OBJ. You know, even if I cannot click heads, I can OBJ. <laughs> I you feel know? like yeah, if you don't get kills, like you. You definitely need to work on the OBJ play yeah. first. Yeah. Or, or you can try do, doing both, both, you know, but... In, in both, like, one. both in pups and comp, when, you, when I'm having a good game but someone is above me in points, you got to respect them, right? Yeah. Because I'll be honest, even I, like, when I press tap and my KD is bad, oh, it's like, okay, fuck OBJ. I'm playing kills from now on sometimes. Uh -huh. That's not a good thing. You should just play OBJ and win the game, I think. Mm -hmm. This so point like in a... pubs, because if you're not, like, I'm trying to get friends with, like, good players so that, you know, I can have a practice. Because <laughs> the majority of time in pubs, even if you, like, close your eyes, you can top frag. <laughs> you know? 
Because <laughs> people in pubs, even like rank 100s, they are garbage. <laughs> like, I, I've seen, I don't know how many rank 100s I've seen go negative in a public server. Man, and I'm like, not... I think dude. I have more kills than you, actually. I think I play OBJ more than you. <laughs> I just checked. <laughs> dude, I have 102,000 kills. 102,000 kills. And you're, yeah, and you're, <laughs> you know, I got 100,000 kills at like rank 180, right? 100,000, uh, I had that at like one rank I 180. You get 120. Oh, shit. I thought you were close to me in rank. <laughs> I'm rank 208. I have 120. <laughs> in oh, 40 wow. rank, no, in 20 ranks, I managed to get 1,000 kills per rank almost. Because I just play OBJ more. I mean, less now because, you know, I was more focusing on OBJ, you know, to rank up and get 200 and to be like, okay, now I can finally stop. But even now, I st sometimes go OBJ <laughs> just for fun. And also it made me get two records, you know? The thing <laughs> is with PF, like competitive PF, I feel like it's very unfriendly to people that aren't like grades. At first if you go <laughs> negative, you're going to get shit on. Even if yeah. like you do good at OBJ, people are going to be like, bro, you're so bad, you're going I'm, negative. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky I've just been playing CS for like all my teenage <laughs> life, so like I can actually shoot people even when I'm, like, <laughs> I'm doing. So, but yeah, that's the, the people, thing. Because... For the people that don't, it's like... Yeah, like I, I wouldn't want to be in their position trying to get like it. i go obj less because i i'm like i don't like getting shit talked that much so at one point I, that's my, why you do it all the time okay no no, no robo it's because i get shit talked like when i say my player is bad then they're gonna be like oh yeah but you go double negative so i'm like bro i'm trying to play obj more than kills so now i have i have to focus more on my kdr and obj at the same time and kills and it's getting, like, I cannot, like, focus on all of them, because, also, I'm bad at focusing <laughs> on more I'll be honest, Phantom Force is a hard game. Like, I come from, like, playing CS to almost semi-pro level, and, like, Phantom wow. Force feels harder sometimes. And then, yes. <laughs> it can like, be. Phantom Forces has more movements, you know? I, I like, guess people, so, yeah. People will EMP slide, you know? <laughs> and the thing is, with CS, yeah, the thing is with CS, it's mostly, like, maps that are like hallways so you can kind of predict where to go and while pfmm is like well pf i mean this isn't all open maps except metro and bazaar it's yeah. mostly open that's why metro is my best map and i mean me and Baz bazaar and metro are my two best maps yeah. and warehouse as well because warehouse i like to wall bang because i use esp for sure oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah i, I am an esp user of course you I'm should edit that out because I'm gonna get banned for another three months and one day. <laughs> if you're playing against someone and they just have like a good day, like they're just reading your style for whatever reason, I think Phantom Force is so hard to play against that. Because yeah. they'll be nailing you on the pre-fires, the sound cues, the movement, they'll be dodging your bullets. Like if someone's just feeling your style that day, it's like the most infuriating thing. There's not a lot you can do, honestly. We, um... You know, I think like the if you want to like become probably like one of the best players, probably become an anchor player. Cause like, yeah, you have like those aggro players, but you don't really see a lot of anchor players, right? Like going yeah. back to Empress, like yeah, yeah probably... like like anchor players now are so rare unless you actually tell someone to anchor. <laughs> okay, so basically, last scrim. I've told one of my teammates to anchor in the back of their spawn in the spawn. He did pretty good. Like usually, okay, we call him the bench warmer of fast. 
<laughs> because oh, usually he he's like the worst player of the team. But he did good at anchoring because he was using hammer. And I told him, <laughs> stay in the back of the spawn and do not go anywhere else. Like, stay in the back of the spawn. You need to give clear orders to players or else they're going to be like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to go somewhere else. And then you just start, like, screaming at them so that they can stay at the spot. And then they'll be like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to stay at the spot. Yeah, anchoring <laughs> is, like, a very important role. Yeah, I was going to touch on that. Like, I, I think it's absolutely correct. If you get someone who's absolutely, like, a natural anchor and that's what they're good at and that's their natural play style like people don't realize that yeah they might not top frag they might be like middle or second to bottom frag or even bottom frag but what it allow it like opens up so much more freedom for the rest of the team if they just know that someone like say they're just on the right side of metro like say they're on eskies if you have a solid anchor player on, on eskies you all of a sudden don't have to worry about that side of the map because you know like even if there are people coming they're gonna get a kill they're gonna buy you some time give you the call out like just delay whatever it's going to be and that gives the rest of the team so much space and ultimately it can like lead to you winning by much wider margins even if it doesn't like translate necessarily that's <laughs> also the, the that. thing is anchoring isn't very that hard if you're using like hammer because hammer is basically an ar boosted with damage and boosted with uh Don't accuracy use hammer anymore and boosted with ammo basically it's just an ar but better except at close range so if you can use a hammer then you can, you know how to anchor and also anchoring is like the best thing you can ever do like in metro if you anchor back of spawn it gives so much help because especially on king of the hill if someone runs to the hill anchor if their anchor is there shoots them the thing or, is or anchoring like it's kind of boring so i can see why a lot of players don't even think about trying it. it's not very flashy yeah yeah it's... but one one thing but, also... everyone in their heads want to be that guy that's just running around shitting on children in a video game <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it also requires a lot of like to do it to at least do like a high level like say you're if you're anchoring against like a team like gang or chaos honestly like you need to also have a lot of you need to have good positioning, good game yeah. sense, Otherwise good timing. Sure, you don't see yeah, too often because most of them are going to aim are going to peek down. Yeah, like if you're just sitting in the back with a hammer and like you think your aim is like enough, like good players will just nade you out, or they'll just timing timing peek you out, pre-fire you. So you, it takes a lot of uh, other stuff to really like boost yourself up and set yourself like, apart from just like a against, guy in the back with an LMG. Again, it's not so good teams you can get away with like sitting in one position but again like good yeah. teams like a good anchor can like have like have like a limited area but still switch its position up enough to not but get made there's it. a thing about anchors there are different spots that are more fun to anchor like for example if you anchor back off spawn you have a full view of the entire like map so you can kill easily and your brain is always active unlike if you anchor like underground it's fucking boring because there's no one there there's if you even if you anchor purple flank there's never going to be anyone there anyways yeah i think the thing is is like you need to know where to anchor as well like where to position and like because trust me like it, well, I mean, the, the more map that you can control by the, anchoring the most useful no listen the most useful okay, okay. anchors usually are the, mo are the most boring because for example i'll say purple flank again if you f if you anchor that it's like one of the most useful spots because then the majority of the, the chances of someone going in purple like if there's someone anchoring purple one purple flank you're, the guy in purple won't be ha won't have to be scared about the stairs uh, unlike unlike most of the time 
which is well, extremely useful because you can hold people from nading and, and, and yeah but it's thing, so boring entering purple flank the thing <laughs> is is like i mean yeah like the way spawns are now like it promotes flanking but if i'm gonna be honest like the guy in purple can like if they're good enough they can make the read right and realize yeah. that they're coming up purple stairs so yeah or like if they're going like metro purple but i always want someone with me because me the spot that i hold is like hallway and green so that i can switch between those two and but i always because i i don't like having three spots to look at so i always <laughs> oh, yeah. like to have someone with me who can just watch purple stairs and also hallway while i'm not looking mm-hmm. and just that if you have two people a duo there that works very that works most of the time then that duo will learn how like they work better, like they will do, they will understand each other's better, and like it's gonna become a very solid duo that will do pretty good. Like an angle has to be intelligent too. Like they gotta be able to switch it up depending on the team and like what's going on. Because if you're just like lo- if the anchor's on one side of the map and the team is just like it sounds obvious, but like if the other team just decides like fuck it, we're like we're not charging into an LMG in this really strong position, we're gonna focus on the other side of the map. Like it's also that's also all the anchor to make that read too and try to like rotate so they can be as effective as possible because like an anchor is like one thing i like about cs if you like look at pro cs and how they like measure the ratings there's also an impact rating so you can have people who have really good stats but very low impact and an anchor's job is just to basically maximize impact the whole round even if the stats aren't there yeah (laughs) that's true because uh i have a friend who anchors and he he always like does kind of pretty good. Like he used to play comp only in the scrim, but he's he didn't play much. And he back then he did really good. Like he sent me screenshots, but it's, I forgot where they are now. <laughs> and as an anchor, you all you if you have a bad KDR as an anchor, then I don't know what what you do as an anchor. <laughs> well. Because, yeah like okay according to one of my pfmm cues when i like in in desert when i like was sniping back of spawn i had the best kdr of the team the second best kdr of the match and because i just stayed back but like i was the <laughs> third frag or fourth frag. no like i was no i was almost bottom frag mm-hmm. but i had the second best kdr of the entire match so I think it, it was one point nine. Like you know, KDR is important. It's definitely like a. It's one way to measure. Especially in TDM. Yeah, for TV, you know, for in, for sure in TDM, like KDR is really really important. Um, and having a high KDR gives your other teammates like room to like try things out, experiment, and if they make a mistake, it's not a bad. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but, but also like, another thing that matters is KDR. If you're over positive, if you're positive with KDR. Now it's where it doesn't always matter because there's a difference between the KDR and the kill death difference. For example, if someone is going like two KD, uh, like one point five KDR, someone else is going one point three, but like one has ten kills difference and the other has twenty. You know, yeah. Th- that's mo- that's the twenty who actually has a bigger impact than the ten because ten is only like helping from ten kills. So. That's always a thing we need to think about. If you go yeah, negative, then no, there, there's nothing. Like one of the cool <laughs> things about free cam, especially like now that uh, stylists change up their spectate for competitive, is that like 
you can also break apart maybe people's statistics a little bit more. So like, say you have someone who went like just completely neutral and they went like, I don't know, 29 and 29. If you look at free cam all of a sudden and you see that like the enemy team was double peeking them, like double peek them six times, nated them out seven times. Okay. Like, you can, you can sort of get an idea of like how much impact that person was putting on the other team. If they were being like forced to take certain measures against them or like how much time they were buying which is, it's it's just another aspect of like how you can play a role that's not necessarily going to translate into stats, you know, even, it, even if they get killed, but they delayed them for like five, 10 seconds, that can, that especially like King of the Hill, that can be key. Like if you delay them five seconds and now they can't get on the hill or can't deny the hill being captured, that can sometimes be enough, but you're not going to see that in stats. And I think it takes a, a really self-aware team to also be making that like assessment and knowing the value of their players based off that. Because sometimes i mean me most of this, me it's most of the time most of the kills i do are extremely useful hard enough no listen <laughs> most of the kills i do no, king of the hill no listen i'm king of the hill i the make the impact in the game are mid <laughs> most of the kills i do are either sidebox or mid okay if they're yeah, mid well, yeah, it's useful because they won't be going on the hill those are important kills to get, to be fair. They are very good kills, yeah. yes. When we, when we played as Krim with um, Mott, I did compliment him for killing them a lot of his knights. It's really important. Because it does open up a lot of map space you can take. Oh yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Like in King, King of the Hill, it's better to like kill someone at mid than in purple. You know? <laughs> Any kill is very impactful, right? But like... Depends on where, though. Well, like yeah, kill some, some like, kills are like they hold more. Of course, but like any kill is, you know, kills a kill, right? Yeah. <laughs> so in the long run, like it, it, like it all adds up. But like I definitely see what you mean by like, like sort of like clutch kills, I guess. You know. Like for example, if you're gonna kill someone in their spawn, it won't have the same impact as killing someone at mid. You know. Because if you kill them in their spawn, which I did in the scrim, I did like three kills there before dying. Like, yes, they won't be able to get anywhere. But at the same time, it's better to like see if there's someone at mid that you can kill than killing someone in their spawn. Oh, yeah. I agree. Spawn trapping is also it's an interesting like element to support that I don't think a lot of talk people talk about. Because I think you have to be smart with how you do it. <laughs> Because you, it's got to be like just enough in their face to create pressure and try to destabilize things, but like not, not too committed that they just ignore you and then you become. Uh, also, like, another thing that's pretty that I noticed is that most of the play, most of the teams, I've even passed when I because I did a scrim with my own team. Yep. Oh wait, no, it wasn't a scrim. No, wasn't a scrim. Uh, it was someone else that I scrimmed against. Um. I was in their spawn, it was so difficult for them to kill me. I don't know why it was so difficult. <laughs> and every time, even sometimes even in PFMM, when but I kill them... you're just too good. Yeah, yeah no, 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 listen. I like how you're talking like you get like 1.4 KDs or something. Uh, <laughs> I mean... Double negative. No, listen, ah! the thing is, uh, every time I'm in spawn, enemy spawn, <laughs> I get like 2 to 3 streaks. <laughs> Damn, you're just better. But otherwise, because the thing is, sometimes I think to go, oh yeah, I'm gonna go and do spawn, then it's gonna do kills, and then some other times I'm like, 
what am I going to do now? And then they keep dying when I think about that. So that's mostly why I die and have bad KDR. Because I just go around everywhere because I forget oh, yeah. to do things. Yeah, you got to learn how to position, man. Like Positioning is important. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And any uh, game. True. AZ. She's in 10. First, ma first round I played, 0 0.8 KDR. Last round, 0 0.2. Yikes. Yeah. 0 0.2. We all have one of those Holy. games. Because oh, yeah. what happened is that it was Flirdon, and I was told to go C, but War was holding C, so War was saying, no, don't go C. And then people were saying, go C, so like, I was like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? And so I kept going around, dying a lot, getting just 40 assists. Wait, was so this easier? Was like chaos. Wait, wait, you got to play with War Spirals, both. Yeah, yeah, that's chaos. That's chaos then. No, they play with War and AZ back season 10. Okay. What? Yeah. Oh, season 10. Oh, never mind. Oh, season 10. Okay. Yeah. He was holding uh, C from uh, the the train. Bad game. Doesn't matter. 5 and 16. You know you're good. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know it. Damn. <laughs> Matiza, did you know that I went 1 and 4 in finals? What? Yeah. Which one? 1 and 14. Yeah, and PFDL finals. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that must me. have been tough. Did people like yeah. shit on you? Oh yeah, I was. I was. I got me done. <laughs> wait, wait, who was on your team back then? Uh, this is Spiky, John. Who else? Blue Frost, uh, Zirfa. Wait, John played. <laughs> uh, PFDL. Yeah, he played season oh. one and season two oh. as well. What team? Uh, like Australia greater than Canada. Oh. <laughs> is that I true? Mean... Is Australia greater than Canada? Huh? What? Is Australia greater than Canada? Is that true? Hmm. Yes. Damn. <laughs> the thing is, in Canada, like where I live, in summer we get 40 degrees <laughs> Celsius, but in winter we get minus 30. Mm. Minus 30. So that's why I do not like Our Canada. <laughs> Jesus, man. So that's so um, that's cold, man. So <laughs> that was like a very long topic from like not even a question that's written down in this document. <laughs> we went all the way. To was, uh, Poinman, Poinman, I was gonna <laughs> ask which variation of chaos was your most would you like most fun? <laughs> yeah, we're still at that question, by the way. That was like forty minutes ago, no? <laughs> yeah, I'll go back after that. My favorite one was uh. CPFO season one, because we were, we that was like back when CPFO changed the rules. Originally, it was just like if you were the top team on the leaderboard, you would win. There was no like final playoff. We were the top team on the leaderboard, so we we're winning a lot. We were all having a good time. We had like a private, uh, a meme channel where just like some heinous shit was sent. Like it was horrible. <laughs> it's, it's still saved. We, our team was so close. We had a private, like, Porn channel too that everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on, um, we were just no. It was just, it was really good chemistry with everyone. We were laughing like most nights. Um, like Are I, you guys I, were I, top team. Yeah, CFO season one. We were slated to win it, and then they changed the rules on us, and then we got uh we got knocked out by the quote stack team of the day. Um, which was just oh, desire. Yeah. Yeah. And then, Desire is a pretty good team. If you look at the roster, they had pretty decent players, including they were Arnold. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at, no, at that <laughs> time, they were slated to take the win, and like it caused a little controversy because like the Desire players, a lot of them were like the tournament administrators, and we weren't because we were like, 
we're just doing our thing. Um, uh, you didn't care about winning. We don't care about winning, but like, there's not much you can do. Like when they say like we're changing the rules, you know what I mean? Like, it was like mm. shit. Okay, and then we got knocked out by them because that's just how the seeding worked. Was we played them in semis. Yeah, hold on. Um, Lobo, uh, let me send you the roster. It was. It's an interest. If you look at the players from what you've heard from the previous podcast, you'll understand why they were. Uh... Jesus, <laughs> man. Jesus. <laughs> Just if you just no bridge is one of the top like top five players in comp. Yeah, I have a clip of him beating me through a wall that we were gonna call him out for hacks on until we saw it. Wait, okay, wait, wait. What do you guys think of like what? Who do you think is the best player in comp? Oh, I want to cut in. I want to cut in real quick though, and I just want to say that like one my second favorite that I just like haven't played on a person as a player is this version of chaos because like let's go. It's yeah, well, it's like, all the all the guys like it's it's it would be natural almost to like have me who's the team rep. I'm not playing with them, for example. I'm just like scheduling stuff, and I really don't know most of them. I know a couple of them from before. Yo, Bryce, like, do you want me I to send you the before. reaction of uh, Portman? had a, a certain reaction when uh, you were going to be on the podcast. So this was Cross the reaction. Robo, this was no. But let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Team rep talk. Yo, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that is team rep talk, bro. Jesus. I, I, yeah, I don't want to devalue my team, but like they were so welcoming to me, like just playing with them in PFMM, um, in pubs, that kind of stuff, chilling before the matches. Like they were all super, like, yo, how's it going, man? Like just super welcoming. And they really didn't have to be. Cause like I could definitely see, and I've seen teams where it's just like, the 12 people are sort of clumped up and like if you're not on the team fuck you and right, I, man. I don't think i don't think your team is going to be like hey yo fuck you get why are you here bro <laughs> <laughs> you know go <laughs> some scrims for us loser i think what a big part of it is like bro, fu- you're, you're like shit you're like a genuinely nice guy like what uh probably is a genuinely nice guy so like yeah i don't see why anyone would like uh, uh, okay so i used when i was management back in cpfo to be honest i didn't know who who pointman was but when someone was like oh my god it's pointman then i was like oh okay then i'm gonna do the same oh my god it's pointman like i didn't even know you and you didn't even know me but i was just like that (laughs) 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 like we've never even spoken to each other and i was like oh my god it's pointman (laughs) yeah I mean, I've always, like, tried to follow how people acted. That's always how I, even in real life, I'm always trying to do that. So that, Damn. you know, I would get accepted. But then, then, I just, then I get too socialized. Too socialized. Like, I socialized too much at one point. So now I get, it's start to get, like, you know, too, fr- like, too friendly with people. I can okay. act like everyone is my friend. Literally. <laughs> Even if you're not my friend, I'm like, oh yeah, this guy, oh yeah, we're great friends. You can't be friends with everybody. Sadly, oh, fuck like... Nolan. Fuck Nolan. <laughs> fuck oh, Lord. Him, we know Matus is not friends with everyone. No, not with everyone. With the people that, like, the people who can actually, you know, withstand my toxicity and my retardness. Damn. Then we're people I can't right now. Friends. And two of them are Zeno uh, and Nolan, who are just. Oh, no, I mean, Zeno is not retarded. He's, uh, he's worse than that, bro. <laughs> oh, Zeno is another thing. Nolan, Nolan's just a, sh- a dickhead. I, I won't, I won't lie. Ex- fucking Nolan's just a, a dickhead. Okay. I mean, he's full. He's full of himself as well. Like he, Sounds he. Sounds like someone was like, to- buff me in the little Discord bubble. 
I mean, even yeah. if, like even if he was like one of the top, now we'll still disrespect him because he he banned John. Then I and then I said, can you unban? I said, no, what you banned John? No, we already told this story four yeah, times. Yeah, I need them. Please. No, let's cut the fuck up. I need them to know this. Is that he just didn't want me to unban him? Straight up. And I was like, huh. Seems like a, a nice HR to bro, me, bro. Bro, eventually, like, Motesma and Nolan are gonna end up married or something. I don't know No way. No fucking way. Fuck, sexual tension fuck him, is just bro. building. Motesma, I, I, I think you actually admire Nolan more than I think about I used it. to. I used to. I used to admire Nolan because he was, like, much higher than me. Like, as in, in ranks. Like, everyone who's higher than me, at one point, I'm gonna be like, oh, shit. I'm gonna... I, I look up to him. But then now it just look down to him at this point Damn. so <laughs> no, you're better okay, than him in skill, in skill so i still you're better than him. but as a person i look down to him damn like i wouldn't just I... go ban someone because i want to well i'm, I'm, th well, I'm gonna except in wait, past. wait except wait in wait past. wait uh -oh. wait uh -oh. in you run raptor and beat you for no good reason <laughs> no no i had a reason because he checked he's still one of my players and i'm like no I do not want to get my players stolen, so I said fuck you and get banned. <laughs> well, that happens from time to time, like... You try to recruit players, it's, it's not like, probably the best thing to do, but like... Yeah, not, not like the player is top frag, okay, <laughs> the player was a cheater. Pichu had an idea of like, making him try out and prove that he's cheating. Became Modern Lol, if you don't know him. Oh, Modern. Oh, oh yeah, Modern. I was like, no, 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 you're not getting him away from me. For once, I'm gonna get a good player on SCL. Please, please. <laughs> so then I just banned him so that he couldn't like actually affect. Damn. I was like, bro, modern don't switch teams. Modern, but it's, when when I knew modern was tuning, I was like, all right, I'm ahead out. <laughs> <laughs> and I unbanned Pichu, by the way. Yeah. No, I okay. unbanned Pichu. Oh, you did? <laughs> oh, I thought I did. <laughs> I love Robo being here. <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh, look, can, can I think I Robo, say... Robo is like the glue to the. Robo is basically sure. like you know I, I'm like the child and <laughs> Robo is the is the one that's trying to make me not like go off you know he's trying to control me. <laughs> I'm like, not control. I'm like he's just trying to like keep you in check, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Robo is basically just the el the elder of the team. Like he, like, he watches so that bro. I don't do too too much dumb shit, but at the same time. <laughs> Like, there's me, who's just like, Oh, time to go off on him. Fuck you. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, it's two perspectives. Like, me, the retard, and Robo, like, the mature guy. I was just thinking about when you said you went to the uh, Discord chat of YouTubers, and you started, like, shit-talking people. It's no, like I, going I, into prison. It was corny. You're going to jail, and you're like, I'm going to make the biggest guy here my bitch. And you start <laughs> <Yeah>. talking. <laughs> bro, that's, and that's it, totally... it just fucking kills you. <laughs> bro, I mean, it was corny, so I was like, bro. He, okay, so a thing why I went on, I went off on him, is that he said... I would not. I'm too ego egotistical to get to let me to allow me to get beaten by Seagull, aka some guy PF. So I was like, raw, and then I started going off on him. <laughs> no good, that, that's no actual good reason, by the way. Mod, like, like I, 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 I always tell you this: it, you'd literally be better off if you just didn't talk. Like, I, just, I do. I yeah, have but the thing is, I just love talking, and I shit, and like I go off on people, <laughs> as, like 
as a joke and i and i have fun like i have fun doing that because people don't have fun because they think i'm like super i'm like oh bro you fucking idiot i'm, I'm actually gonna so be so mad right now bro fuck you you're bad you're bad at the game stop no i'm actually like oh you're so shit lol, 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 lol. <laughs> and people don't get that that's not a good thing no. <laughs> no, no, it's just people don't get the difference between act like trolling and being serious. Like, if I was serious, I would actually just like say "fuck you" and stuff like that. Like, your actual oh, no. shit. Do you not do that? I, I, I would say that. No, okay, you, you know, maybe not put that in. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I'm not like the kind of guy who would just be like, "oh yo" and things like that. I'm okay. more the kind of guy who's just like, "oh your shit," and always repeat the same thing. I always say dumb shit, just, okay. <laughs> just because it's funny. That's the kind of guy I am, but people don't understand that, and they think I'm serious and get mad at me. And, 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 and people wonder why Pass has a bad rap. A <laughs> <laughs> bad reputation? Oh, I mean, Robo, didn't you all? Don't you also shit talk as well? My, I mean, yeah, it's always my fault. Okay, it's always gonna be shit talk. My fault. No, I have no, no, influence. No, literally. The only time I shit talked in public when uh, when I was drunk and I was reading SEL chat. That's the only. Thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah. there, there's always gonna be like that shit talk, but that's like, it's banner. But like, Matisse, I think I think the point that everyone's getting at is like you do it a lot. Yeah, that. that uh, but I'm trying to control myself. I do it. The only time I do it now is when someone talks and I'm like, "Who are you?" Oh, <laughs> I always Matisse, do that. Just in you Twitch know. Chat. I'm just like, you know that, man. uh, do you know the Asteridia guy? What? Did you, do you know who the Asteridia guy in PFMM was? Wait, who? <laughs> like, the guy who was shit-talking in PFMM. Do you remember oh, yeah? that? That was me. Huh? <laughs> oh, the guy who went, like, 60 kills? <laughs> yeah, that was me. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, he called, me, dude, he called me a no-name. I was like... I mean, you weren't an alt, so to be yeah. fair, I thought you, I didn't. If you were like called Surantara or something like that, I wouldn't be mm -hmm. like, hey, yo, hello, Bryce. <laughs> but you didn't like your names. Like, I remember you, you had Hoshiguma, and now you have Surantara. Uh -huh. And you had a name that wasn't like fucking Japanese sounding at all. And I was like, serious, that makes sense. And then I was like, huh. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> I, I, sw I swear this podcast has become actual therapy for Mott to understand. He should probably not shit talk as much. <laughs> I, to be hey, honest, I, like from the podcast, I actually learn stuff. Like I'm trying to, like from, for example, Lionel. Oh, yeah, learn how to write questions. No, no, no. Learn how to like act as a, like, as a team, right? Like learn how to do like, you know. How do you say this? I like how uh, you're team telling synergy. me this after you shit talk. Nolan, Zeno, and this boo, and who else in this podcast? Mikey. Uh... <laughs> oh, Wait, no, you, yeah, Not in this episode. You, you've not shit talked to me in this episode. I mean, if you want good examples of good team reps, look at like, look at like Point Man, look at uh, Zach, right? Very, yeah, Zach very experienced me guys, very like, humble oh, guys, right? Like that. But the thing is, as I said, I'm impulsive. <laughs> ADHD so like at the same time I'm like uh -huh. so okay so this is how I think in my head all the time <laughs> now this is how my head goes so I don't have the time to like relax and actually think I I'm too like hyper right now like even right now I'm too hyper 
And like, it's only when I chill down that I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm chill now. It's actually funny how that he has HDH and I have the thing that's the exact opposite of HDH. So, we're like yin and yang almost. Seriously, yeah, like. That's what I said, Robo. It's me who's the retard kid and you're the major elderly. <laughs> okay, yin and yang is a bit more, you know, friendly. PG first. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, Yang Yang is basically like the opposites. So like, you're so, the opposite of me. So before this becomes guest staring Motisma instead of uh, <laughs> Bryce and yeah, Motisma's podcast. What do you guys do outside of PF? Like PF, work, studying, other games, hobbies, EJ uh, thing? I mean, I like, well, I'm a student, of course. So like, uh, I just do that, really. I, I play tennis from time to time. Okay. I actually like, yeah, I really good at tennis my senior year of high school, but okay. other than that, I'm I'm kind of a boring guy. I'm not even gonna. Lie. Yeah, except Forrest saying, uh, he has a, a schedule. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Did you guys watch the episode because we're not gonna repeat it. <laughs> I mean, I, you can re I can repeat it, but you're just gonna cut it out. <laughs> no, we don't have to. Uh, move on. What about you, <laughs> okay. Foreman? Um, I'm a student too, um, college though, so normally, like right now, I've had a lot more time over the break uh, to get involved with things and play more PF, so that's a bit why I'm more, act more active. Um, I'll also do fencing too, that's like my primary sport, which I've been doing for... That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been doing that for like 10 years now. Um, also on the platform, but not PF, I'm also developing a game. Um, I'm like coding it up, so I feel for the stylus devs. It kind of sucks, but it's also really fun at the same time. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, just preparing in the sense of like preparing myself to be an adult because when you're a college student, you're not really an adult. So like just trying new things, learning, having an open mindset, meeting new people, that kind of stuff, being social. If you guys don't mind, how old are you two? I'm 19. I'm 20. Twenty. Yeah. Whenever I talk to you, point you feel like twenty-five. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bryce feels like more like seventeen, sixteen. You know. I don't know. Uh, there's uh, a difference. Like to be honest, between Bryce and Pointman, there's one year difference, but it feels like it's ten. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, Pointman's a lot more mature than me. I'm kind of immature for my age. No, nah, you're, you're lie. pretty. You're pretty mature as well. Oh like, yeah. Don't undersell yourself. About like, that. Compared to Matisma. I can be mature, but like, at, at moments I can be like a Yeah, you know, you're not 20 yet, you know, you have time. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got time to like... Yeah, you, you have a year to, to change, you know. <laughs> but also, another thing about like, before, like, Robo asking another question. Literally, the point of a podcast, Robo, you've told me this five million times, is to just like, talk. It's not like it's supposed to be an interview. You told me yeah. this so many times. Now I'm the one telling this to you. <laughs> um, the thing is, like, with how we've been doing it, I feel like it's it's a podcast by name, but it's more like a chill interview by the end <laughs> yeah. of it. It is. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, you want to have, like, the, the kind of questions and stuff, I guess. But, like... We're, we're, not, it... we're not, like... I'm aware we're not, like, extremely professional or, like, good at this because, like, I've never done anything like this. Like, I think you guys did a great job, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, you guys like, are doing good. This is this yeah. is a lot better than I thought it would be, honestly. Yeah. Well, like of course, then the reading is a little bit more tense, but like <laughs> as time went on, it got a little bit more you know, actual like conversation. Yeah, yeah. That, and the sure. thing is, this is a joke. Like this was supposed to be a joke. Like Robo, 
like it, it was a thinking of scrim like we were all in the vc and robo just said bro we should do a podcast and i was like oh yeah of course oh, oh yeah sure but robo <laughs> said it as a joke and me, i took it seriously i mean i took it as a joke as well but i was like oh yeah let's actually do this like a good yeah. idea so. Set up. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, as you host more and more people and, like, this becomes more regular thing, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, you'll see people like Stylus Admins be, like, willing to sit down and talk, for sure. I really want to do Raspi. I really want to do Raspi. Raspi said, I actually DM'd Raspi. He said no. And Lionet told me that Raspi... No, 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 listen. It's because Raspi isn't very much of a social guy. <laughs> well, the, also, the thing is, you have to, like, also work on, the, you know, like, the public image, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, we, we yeah, have to become be bigger because talking everyone 78, subs, 78 subs isn't, you know, biggest ch channel out there, you know? Well, you've got to think about we started a month ago. That's not bad. And you started with like... No, we didn't even start a month ago. It was less than that. And we're yeah. still at 78 subs. And we've just reached 200 views on one video. And like, I remember our first video. Our you first gotta, You views. also got to think, this is like, podcasts in general are pretty niche. Like especially in like a young audience, like I don't think I've ever heard a thirteen year old yeah, that's my favorite podcast. But um so we're, we're doing to, like, a, we're doing up, a like... niche thing within a niche thing, which is comp. People. Oh yeah. So But also which like what I'm trying to get is like people who are like well known as well, so that we get more clout. But <laughs> also people who are like their voice in their voice is like, more active. You know? Okay. I, I don't wanna shit talk but Lucky's video is really is like our only one that doesn't have a hundred views, and our is our less watched like watch Jeez. time average is our lowest le, le, lowest. I'm gonna say that, and like because I don't want to be mean to Lucky because I'm his admin and you know we're we're great friends, but like he was talking almost always like this the entire <laughs> time, so it was a monotone voice didn't oh, change yeah. at all. Unlike us, which is why I wanted to do a podcast, because I talk a lot. I love to talk, but I'll also thing. like I'm also loud. Like I find myself loud because my tone of voice is always too high. <laughs> it's better than too low because if you're always like like you, you don't you're not very loud. People are gonna be like, "Fuck, this is boring as shit." And I like if if like your tone of voice is like high and loud, like the brain will be more active I agree. instead of just like basically to me, to me the podcast was more of a way to like because like i'm a new gen it's like holy shit there's like a yeah. lot of history to this game because like people oh yeah for boy, sure man because boy man here is like playing for five years like the boomer years <laughs> and um <laughs> oh aren't you the same age and, though <laughs> and uh, i said this like in the thing it's like for it's cool that new gens like me get to know stuff about that through this podcast yeah. also <laughs> because a thing I also wanted that, that why this podcast works so well is because for a new gen, I know way too many people. <laughs> like for a season ten All player, right, buddy, you're great. But I listen, get it. Robo, <laughs> Robo, you're not the one who literally talks to FPS and spirals. Okay, you're not the one who's gonna be like, "Hey, FPS, get on my podcast," and when you never spoke to him. You know? Well, I, if I'm gonna be honest, I think I think Robo is a very good. Good what? <laughs> He's very, he's very like opposite of you in the way like where he he's very calm and collected. Yeah, and, but the like, thing he, is, he actually I talk very to interested. people more than him. Like he, 
He was like, oh, yeah, no, don't okay, ask God's status. Listen, listen, Robo. Shh. You literally told me, <laughs> do not ask God's status. And I asked him anyways. You know? <laughs> but, no, but here's the thing. You asked you him and he scared, said no. You, you asked him, but he said no. I asked him and he said yes. That's all. Yeah, because yeah. Listened, the argument you said was because of the Oscar and Spirals one. Yeah, if true. if you wouldn't have said that, he probably would have said no as well. <laughs> okay, well, the thing is, I I think Robo is a very like like good guy to talk to. Like from from like my just from this talk or this podcast, like, this recording session, it's just like I, I don't even know the guy, and like I feel like he's very like respectful and stuff like that. And like I could definitely like see like I think it's a good choice for him to be a co-host. So like. You did a good job with that, Matisma. Thank you. But, oh, <laughs> yep. No also, why I wanted to be main host because I'm always here and because I, I do not have access to Trump. <laughs> it's my way to make people rem still think I'm here. You know? <laughs> it's like, a way yes, to make them. Guys, make don't Trump. forget about Matisma, guys. Get rid of him. <laughs> I'm Matisma. You know? And Matisma, we trust. Oh, what? And Matisma, we trust. Matisma, we trust. True. Because they think they could have, they could get rid of me. Nah, in your dream, I, I am inevitable. <laughs> He's a dude. Can't, dude, can dude wish he wouldn't think of me every night? <laughs> but oh my it's god! Too late. No, because can dude is the one who got me banned. But I also <laughs> stole one of his players. <laughs> oh, and I'm also G always there now. He's always gonna Bryce, be like, Bryce, no. Bryce, Bryce, have you played with G4X? I have. He's really have good. He's, he's pretty good. good. He's pretty good. No, he's probably no, like a new Nathan. I, I've like, never I've played with so many good players like in CS, but I've never seen aim so smooth as this. It's like butter, <laughs> you know? Like, that's the best he, way play, he plays passive, or like, he plays like <clears throat> off angles, which is weird. You don't really see that in this game, at least. No, he has uh, he he has different playstyles. I've seen him anchor and I've seen him push. Yeah, I I've seen him anchor. Like he's definitely a good anchor player. Dude, I think like if he keeps <laughs> playing the game, I think he'll be like a really good player. Like, well, I, I it's so. his first season in comp, which no one could ever guess. Just like Nathan, no one could have ever guessed he, it's his first season in comp. Well, you can and... kind of guess seeing what team he was in, but you know, like, that's all I'm gonna. Yeah, do. no, no. I mean, Nathan started. Wait, where did Nathan start? I know he was in in uh Impreza, aka Xeno's team. He was carrying them because another thing about the AZ match, we were we won the first round. Nathan joins two and one. <laughs> he, he just made them win twice in a row when we were winning. <laughs> so when okay, listen, when you have top players, if you don't have them. The game can be completely different. Just like back in season <laughs> yeah. five, Toes against SBR. I mean, just like Chaos versus Cartel, <laughs> where the two players didn't play for one man. Man, there was a lot going on. The biggest, the biggest one. Yeah, it was more than just that. The biggest example is SBR against Toes in season five, because when No Bridge was there, Toes was winning, but then No Bridge went to work and they lost. <laughs> you see so as long as you have a top player on your team you have a lot of chances to do really good yeah, like forest if we had forest like when we had forest sg like was one of the top teams we beat sg because of forest without forest 
we definitely would have lost, <laughs> no, no doubt. <laughs> so there's always this kind of thinking, like, like Nolan, which always attacks his teams because he finds it funny. Like this is why <laughs> I always wanted a rule where you can only have a maximum amount of tier ones, and like <laughs> that, that's what happened in season I, six. I think they implemented that. Yeah, no, they but didn't. it didn't really work out. Season 11, they didn't. I asked for it. It didn't go through. And I was like, oh, buddy. I everyone, don't know. Like, okay, so what I asked was everyone with over an 80 rating is tier 1. So there should only be like maximum like 2 or 3. Because now there's so many tier 1s right now. That there should only be a certain amount per teams. So that it can be fair and fun. Because it's not fun when you get like... It, it's okay right now. In major, it probably is either 2-0 or 0-2. I think they do a good job of that now with the major and minor, like, differentiation. Because, like, yeah, qualifiers... That, that's very good, except pass, because, like, right now we're going to just dick on everyone. But, <laughs> but like, that's, that's their just fault. That's their fault. No, listen, that's not our fault we're in minors. That's their fault for letting us in minors. <laughs> I mean... A mistake. Same with I GM, think... To be fair. There I mean, have yeah. been a lot of like <clears throat> upsets already. Like, no one thought that, or people thought that Cartel was wasn't gonna beat Nuts, right? And then <clears throat> also, people didn't think like Noble was gonna be AZ. So well, like, FBR results are pretty. Bro, FBR, bro, uh, it's Brazil. Brazil are just better, I guess. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. the Brazilians no are so different. For sure. mm -hmm. Imagine a Korean team. Just I've been seeing a lot more Korean players. I was talking about this actually, I think last night in SCL General, but like there, I've seen a lot more Korean players. I think it'd be really cool if we start seeing some Korean teams uh, start integrating the scene. Because like right now, you guys know about Neo Ninja. I, I that I, that's uh, my one caveat is I don't know how many interesting <coughs> Korean players there are now, but like it's you don't really have. I don't think you have any primarily like Korean only teams. Listen, no, Neo Ninja has a YouTube channel. He did two videos on PF and. If he was playing comp, he would probably be the best comp player in history. He has a per no listen. He can control stock Glock 17 to be a laser. Just build it, I guess. Okay. Yeah, Glock Glock 18. My bad. To make it a laser by controlling it. Also, it has perfect flicks. It looks like he's cheating. I thought it was just clips of someone cheating in Phantom Force. Well, apparently he does like edit his clips to like like cut frames. No, but sometimes it's like long clips and he does fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, I agree but with like, that. Like... If he was playing comp, <sighs> he would be absolutely dicking on everyone, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe, like, good aim's good, but, like, you can't just have aim no brain. Because, like, we were talking yeah. about, like, with, with, we were talking about support, like, the difference between, like, a tier two, tier three versus tier one support player is you got to have that game sense and knowledge. And that takes, honestly, like, a while to build up and, honestly, some mentorship <laughs> and a good team around you. Because, like, you can have great aim and just get naded out of oblivion. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but he was aiming with, you know, an auto. So that's the difference. I mean, I don't think anyone else could be, like, as, like, comparable to him. Because the, the if one if I know one player... We can like control Glock 18 recoil to make it actually like perfect aim. That player, ah. <laughs> if having 
Like the thing is, of having like really good mechanical skill, it's like it doesn't always translate into one competitive. Okay, listen. Anime. If okay, basically the main part, if if you're a good player, the like the majority, like sixty, no, even sixty, even seventy percent of all your of all skill, or of like your tier, is aim, and that like aim and yes, things like that and movement. <laughs> I mean, no, mostly aim is like sixty percent. Movement is like ten. If you know how to do those, like you're already already probably like tier two. On I easy. think I think movement is way more than that in person. No, no, no. If you look at Andre, Andre is like almost only <laughs> movement. And if you see Forest, Forest is only aim. And like you see, both are extremely good because I mean Andre does have aim, not as much as Forest. Play style. It depends on your play style. Yeah, and Andre is like a monkey, basically. <laughs> Why like, did Joe just join in for no reason? Okay, Joe Wilburn, I see you. It's fine. I actually have to go, so it's a good thing I know Joe is here because I want to eat, you know? Well, well, what time is it for you right now? I never <coughs> the time. 6.10. Oh, okay. And you know, I'm supposed to eat at 5.30. Wow. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I'm wasting my life onto this podcast. This is how much I'm dedicated to this. Is it wasting or is it investing? <laughs> what? Is it wasting or is it investing time? Yeah, it's investing. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Because technically, <laughs> if we get big enough, if, I, I'm okay. Listen, I'm ninety percent sure it will never reach that. But if we manage to actually reach a certain point where we could get monetized then that means it wouldn't be wasted because we would get paid for that i don't you know? i feel like just from a community perspective it's worth it like just to have these videos even when like <coughs> even when fandom forces is completely dead it'd be cool for like i don't know old man poidman to come back <laughs> to his fit and be like can you take my place now uh yeah sure yeah. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye, guys. The other, the other thing is, like, these podcast episodes are going to be listened to by people, like, and, and they're going to be listened to in six months. They're going to be listened to in, like, a year when someone's just, like, looking up a player they bumped into in a public match and trying to get more invested in comp. And this is going to show that there's, like, a lot of depth to the scene when they just see these, like, so many podcasts yeah. with these people they know. So I think they're definitely a good thing. Definitely. Like, you guys are doing a, like, really good job with this. Especially getting, like... <laughs> Big name guys out here, like that's. I, I, yeah. I don't know how Mott pulled that off. I uh, still like look at the names. Like, how do we do one with Oscar and Spiral from the same episode? Well, honestly, I think, I think like your presence is also like helpful because like honestly, if I were just Matisma, it would be a little bit overwhelming. So like you kind of like bring the balance. You know, it's not too like. Oh yeah. Definitely. <laughs> It's a good I dynamic. Just, like, yeah. <laughs> I do sometimes feel like his virtual dad is in like telling him not to do stuff, but you know. <laughs> yeah, man. There's always like a father figure, bro. Like in because, every like, team. Because like he's five years younger than me. When I was like five years, like when I was fifteen, I was also a massive moron. So I can I kind of yeah. Well, people like brush mot off as like an idiot, you know, toxic retard stuff like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. but, but I just seem like it's like a kid who just doesn't know better, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And with age, it's gonna get like, it's probably gonna get better. But like for now, yeah, he is gonna be that kid that's just he like needs, he needs a long learning path, like a oh, long yeah. path to learn. But you know, and he'll learn with time. 
He'll, he'll learn. He'll learn. As long as he isn't like going too much of the shit talking, I'm fine with him. So there. If there's anything else you guys like feel like talking about, just say by the way. Uh, join PFMM, guys. Yeah, if PFMM, like, it's a, it's sort of at a point where, like, you'll get these, like, 16, 18 person queues. If PFMM could get to the point where, like, there's two consecutive queues going at peak activity times, that, that'd be really cool because it would also give, like, more ability potentially for, like, you to, um, like, you know how there's pro queue and regular queue? Like, yeah. you could, you could create a little more separation within the queues and that might lead to, like, some people yeah, who are. If more Europeans play, there's more time for me to play because I, I legit <laughs> can't make, like, 95% of queues. That's why I've played, like, four or five games so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it would help with people who are, like, just coming in trying to get better if they're not getting, like, smacked on by Bryce over here with 2000 ELO. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's the only queue up. But, yeah. It'd be cool, yeah, if, like, like, the thing is with, like, PFMM, like, because of their like the little amount of players, like bad players, no lesser good players who have to play with people like Bryce, for example. Oh yeah. And it'd be ideal if it's like you know like any other game where it's like a ranked system. So like the, the Elo is kind of that, but not really. But imagine. Yeah, it's, if, it's a little bit scuffed. Yeah. No cap. Imagine if like the low low Elo people can like play against each other, you know, instead of having. Yep. Instead of having, you know, getting their shit slapped around by Bryce over here, trying to <laughs> PFMM. Uh, I think it's like, yeah, like, sort of like a, like, face it, you know? Yeah, some face yeah, sure. it, yeah. But there's not really a good way to do that with the bot that we have, so. Yeah, that's the problem as well. You, you kind of have to, like, do it manually, like, saying, okay, <laughs> low ELO people come, you know? The only thing is, like, team captains, that's about it. Then, captains uh, is like interesting but there's like sometimes when people don't pick good teams like oh she should yeah like i like there was one time it was like a i think it was bryce like you told the dude because you were captains i forget who it was but like it basically allowed i think it was like you me roman and drac all on like one team <laughs> yeah and, it was, it just... and the other team had like some shits are on it or something and like totally... like on paper it looked like pretty balanced like when you looked at the elo calculations but just it but by, by namesake, it probably wasn't. I oh yeah, for sure, it definitely wasn't balanced. Yeah. <laughs> and like with regular like balancing that the bot does, it's very unbalanced. Cause like, since I have the high zero, right? There's a big elo disparity, so I always get like, kind of like the newer guys, right? Yeah. Which is, I guess, which like like contributes to like why I'm a little. <clears throat> I just get tired of like playing against like the top players. Wow, like it's just pretty much just well, me carrying you. Down. Yeah, I got <clears throat> but people, people are gonna learn about the game more, so like, I have to realize that as well. You can't be too harsh on them. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially since Stylus, like I saw it was on the in-game message, like <laughs> yeah, last night. I think while I was in a pub, it was like join SCLR competitive league. I was like, oh sheesh, validity. Let's go. Like little little plug right there. So I think it's like more people are hearing about competitive and are actually like oh i can get better at this and there's like legitimate avenues for competition and for that skill to actually like be translated into something then like it's just it'll be it'll be slow but like pfmm will grow and grow and more people get involved which is good oh yeah what's up with not being able to like send links of pfmm in sel though what's up with that? they just don't promote any advertising at all okay not <laughs> so the, i feel like pfm would help a lot of these players in SEL. Because like mm, yeah, G4X, I consider good. The only reason he started playing PFM because I told him it was a thing. He didn't know. Yeah, that. like. 
<laughs> if people are interested about matchmaking, they can always like you know ask. But like a lot of players, they don't. Like, I want to say they don't really care. They just don't know like where to start. You know. Yeah. When I used to play a lot, I, I it wasn't PFMM, but there was another version of matchmaking. And I, to be honest, I never played <laughs> it. Um, it just like wasn't my thing either. So I know for some people, it just doesn't vibe with them. It's also for like new players. It's like uh, what's it called? Like it's like an English word, something with ladders or something, like you're scared of like trying to join a ELO kind of system. You don't want to see your ELO drop down to 500, for example. Like snakes and ladders? Or like a game? I or... don't know, it's like a saying, like, okay. I completely forgot it, so whatever. Doesn't Pete okay, have okay. like 600 ELO, by the way? Yeah, he has like... <laughs> see, that's the thing, right? You can get like fucked by yeah. <clears throat> bad teams. But and you'll fair, have an ELO that doesn't really display, like, your even skill. If, even if I were to do shit, like, it wouldn't really care, because, like, numbers are numbers to display to improve mm -hmm. at the end of the day. But, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I gotta think. I gotta realize that as well. Yeah, because... Like, like, honestly, I'm, just happy, I'm happy to play at a high level. I don't really care if I win <laughs> or lose. Like, especially when there's no stakes on it. Like, we're just playing to play, essentially. Like... Oh, yeah. yeah, if we if we win, like that's I love winning. Like I'm competitive, but at the same time, like if I'm having a oh, fun yeah. time and my teammates giving me call outs and like we at least have some good chemistry, we can lose by like 50 kills. <laughs> but if we got good chems, like I'm just happy to like spend that 50 minutes with them. Oh yeah, dude. Like point man will be like, when I make a good call, he's like, dude, Bryce, thank you for. Like when he thanks me, I'm just. It just hikes me up to like keep doing better. So like. Oh yeah, and like yeah, that's dude, why. I don't get I don't get killed by the dude who like just nailed you behind the box and is like coming through my ass. Like you know, you get killed by someone you're like, dude, like why why did you tell me he was there? You just got like three kills, and you're like, oh, one behind the box. You're like, ah, oh, no shit, of course. Yeah, now. Nah. Yeah, hopefully more people oh, play PFMM so that EU queues aren't that, so I can play them. Well, I try to host like around noon. Yeah, no, my, like, I know. I see so, like... you, but the thing is like. Even then, like some, like sometimes I'm busy because like I'm either editing this podcast, trying to get a scrim on, or I'm still. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. so, Have you thought about trying to be like a match organizer? I don't know the process for that, but like oh, that dude. could help with getting more EU. Dude, I I do like <laughs> one per week up, like with how much time I have left, like free time. Like that's right, that's right. I, a lot of my free time goes into SEL now because I'm the team rep trying to scrim. And then you like you scrim against these minor people, and you're like, okay it's time and it's like one guy shows <laughs> up and the other team is like <laughs> you, you, you do and it's like it's hard not to be like Matisma and turn really toxic at that moment but you know you gotta hit, hold it with yourself and you gotta hold it for yeah I will say that's like one thing with the newer teams is like they're just they need to work on their scheduling a little bit because oh, it's definitely. like hard to communicate and like that's like the it's the toughest thing because like I don't think they realize like there's so much they can get out of like if a, a new team playing a more experienced team, the new team will get more out of this, more out of it. Yeah, honestly. exactly. Like, same so with, it's really to their benefit. Same when minor team scrim pass. Like we have, all, uh, no, I wouldn't call them all gens, but like people who played previous seasons, like yeah. Boom Junior, <laughs> you can like learn a lot playing against us. And I feel like the sure. teams that have played against us, like consistently minor, like they've improved. So, but like. Yeah, it's like that team called Dino Nuggies. I tried to scrim them, and then the team rep told me what's SEL, and I was like, "What?" So yeah, that, that, that's that's like the experience, like trying to scrim lower teams. But... <laughs> that's my fault for not uh, for sometimes. I'll be honest. Sometimes I'm like 
I don't want to get my ego ruined, so I don't want to scrim like a Chaos or even an AZ sometimes, so I'm like, I'm not going to scrim them, but I try to. It's tough, because you got to like, you also got to be strategic with it too, like if, if you're a good TDM team, for example, you probably don't want to play like a good TDM team, like if, if that's not something you're trying to actively like improve upon. Like, I know for us, um, like, there's a couple modes that we're trying to work on. So, as soon as we can get, like, the match this week scheduled out um, and, like, just get that squared away, I'm going to try to set up a scrim, hopefully, with, like, a team that's better at those modes we can try to improve ourselves, you know? What's, what's your next matchup again? I don't really... Uh, we face the winner of Cartel and Nuts. So, we're... Right now, we're waiting on them to see how they schedule, and then we'll... I think they're trying to have us do it the day after so that they can stream it because it'll be uh, the top of the group. But at the same time, like we might just play them right after, just depending on how scheduling works. That's the one thing that's like sad about not being a major, like because like the original thing was like it was like top (laughs) ten teams were to make it or something. Oh yeah, Toxic Senior. And then now it's eight. So it got so the the two teams that dropped off were TM and uh, Pass because of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the one thing I'd like, because I feel like when I, if I whenever I did scrim or even match up against like a major level team, like it's so easy to just scrim them. Like it's just okay, we can do these times. And then with my oh, yeah. teams, like the current team we're trying to scrim is like they're just so not like they're not answering me at all. It's like okay, I've shown you the times we can play it. Like we did like a little poll. Like mm-hmm. I, I should. Still haven't got a message from him in three days, and everyone's saying, "Yay, a free win!" Because they'll probably have to forfeit at some point if they don't answer soon. But, yeah, I feel like that would just make the season bland. Yeah, just, but like, that's, that's me. Wanna... I can't. I just want to play. Like I know. Like, like if you're investing your time and stuff. Yeah. And you just don't get the opportunity to play. It's like even if the were to mean we could potentially lose, I don't care. Like I just want to play the game. You know? so, yeah. And, not that we'd lose against this team, but you know, mm-hmm. in case we do. It's always good to be confident, you know? For sure, for sure. Like, I'm always confident in, in every match that I go into. Yeah, yeah. If, if you, you always go, have to play. If you, if you go into every match you're gonna thinking you're going to lose, you're not going to win anything, I think. Oh, yeah. True. I think some people push it too far, though. They start, like, shit-talking. Yeah. They're like, oh, this team sucks. And, like, say the team, like, I don't know, uh, just does... Pulls a, pulls a map up on you and now you're down zero one. All of a sudden you're like, shit. I uh, thought they were like bad. Like we, we were saying oh, all yeah. this stuff. I, I might. I don't want to eat my words and leave this like this <laughs> mental side of it going on. Should should never underestimate your opponent in anything because if once you do oh, yeah. and they they surprise you, you're you're you basically lost from that point on unless they match you. Sure. Yeah. That's if anything could be <laughs> could be real sports could be. Esports, etc. But... Mm-hmm. No, I'm like sorry. I That's know. Like... Go, go. Oh, go, go. No, no. All right. So, like, I know, like, in tennis, is <laughs> this one the this freshman that I played against my senior year? Like, I, I, the first time I played him, I was like, it was pretty easy. So I came in with that mindset, like, it's gonna be a piece. Of... But like, he almost beat me. So like, oh shit! So like, you always have to be prepared, you know, for an upset. It's basically what happened with us against bots. Like we. In scrims, we've beat bots so many times, mm-hmm. and it's not even been close once. But then in the mm-hmm. actual match, they practiced a hard point on elevation a lot. And okay. that's what they picked. 
Dude, we almost lost oh. against a team we should <laughs> never lose. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and it's like, and I, after the game, like we, um, they did like the POV thing, you know, the SEL thing. You just hear me <laughs> say like a really defeated GG, even though we won, because I'm like, <laughs> smashed them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so never underestimate your opponent, even if you think you're beaten. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Like you got, it's always other people on the other side. Like it's, they're not bots. Like you got smart people, people who might be popping off, like just have a good read, um, good intuition. That yeah, kind they of could stuff. have a really good day while you have a bad day as well. No, it's yeah, it happened for sure. <laughs> like I know with Cartel, like no one expected to, for them to get a, a map off us, but like we were just, our cons were everywhere. And then like they just played a really good game at elevation, right? So, like, I mean, we didn't go in underestimating them. It's just, like, you can always have, like, those bad games where it's just, like, kind of unfortunate. But you just, that's when you have to kind of, like, just regroup, you know? Just reset. And, like, For don't sure. let it get to your head. Yeah, because we actually had, like, we I'd say, like, at some point, a little point during the thing, we even started having a little conflict <laughs> with each other. Where it's like, oh, yeah. like, you're not calling out for me. And it was like, yeah, I am. You're not hitting the shot. And... Like, that doesn't help anything, and it just actually adds, like, more pressure, <laughs> which made it harder for them to try to bring it back. Um, to be fair, like, Cartel has been, like, massively improved. Like, oh, yeah, that's sure. why yeah, yeah. That's why I went in with, like, the mindset, that, like, I'm not going to, like, sleep on these guys. <laughs> They've been practicing hard, and, of course, like, they learn from gang players, so it's, like, they might not be at the same caliber as a gang player, but, like, the way the way they're being taught, you know. Yeah. You can never sleep on them. And also, and plus they're like good players, just in general. So it's whatever. They're probably they're go probably gonna end up third if they keep improving. Like they'll probably end up third. I think there's a good shot shot of that. I mean, I could see nuts though. Like once uh, once the bracket actually comes out, I could see nuts like really trying to kick it into gear and try to like <laughs> almost like boot camp it in a way. But, the like thing just is, nuts lost versus cartel because. They're just very stubborn with their warehouse, even though it's kind of garbage. Like, admitted to me by Lina, not me saying it. <coughs> and then on the last map, which was Elevation, they, there was one mistake made by a player that basically lost them the map. Not, never, <coughs> oh, one mistake never loses you the match, but the one that, def like, that definitely turned the side towards oh, yeah. Cartel. Mm -hmm. Which is like, so I'm not really sure if... If the if that match got replayed like ten times, I feel like six out of four, ten times Nuts would have won then. But I don't know. Mm -hmm. Cartel yeah. puts nuts way is more practice, so at the same time, yeah, improve a lot. Nuts is an out though, so like I I still give him a shot, like potentially. Um, when like the brackets release, like the final elimination brackets out, and then because we're just playing for placement right now, I still give him a shot yep. that like potentially if you start seeing them start scrimming a lot playing together, doing some practices, and, like, especially, I don't know, if they if they can land a really good home map, I think, home map and mode, they could they could potentially make things change. But as it stands right now, like, Cartel, also not to be slept on, but, like, Cartels, they've really made a lot of progress and a lot of improvement. Hmm. Um, just a quick question, Bryce. You've been playing PFMM, obviously. You have the most ELO and stuff. Who is, who is the new player that has impressed you the most, just playing with them in PFMM? <laughs> Wow, uh, new player? There's been, hmm, probably G4, 
Um, really? Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, I haven't. The TM guys, like Luto or whatever. Oh yeah, the TM dude. Yeah, dude. TM guys are like, shit, like trust me. <laughs> but like, probably yeah. Zudo plays the most PFMM out of like the TM guys, hmm. and he plays it kind of like me. So like, it's kind of really good. Isn't yeah. So I have a little bit of a bias towards that. He's called a Nage Crutch as well. So he is. He is. There we go. Hey, bro. Nothing wrong with being a Nage Crutch. All I gotta say. Rice. <laughs> I mean, Look, if you can't beat him, just join him. That, that is when I started. <laughs> when I started out competitive, like I barely used nades, and now that I'm using nades, the game's so much easier. Like it, it's that, it, it opens nades. up. It opens up so much. Yeah, I, like there's that, so many fights. There's so many fights you just auto win because of it, and you don't take damage from it. Well, <laughs> well, in the other one, well, if you were to just fight them with your gun, you could have either either lost to them or at best even traded. So, mm -hmm. so are I was just playing PFM before this podcast, and it was like Metro, and I think we we're on Go side. And like every time I'm running up Eskies, I'm like, okay, I'm Nate in Boxer, I'm Nate in Ticket, and you just get a kill off of it. It's like, well, <laughs> guys, it's free value. Like, yeah, exactly. And like, you have, I you have three of them every life. Dude, it's so, so it's annoying being the fucking side Esky player. Like whenever I do the oh, yeah. screams, it's like, oh, I'm Nate it again. Oh, Luke. Another Nate ambush is like, oh, great. Sideski takes a lot of game sense to play. Sideski and Purple Room are like, like if you have a good Sideski or Purple Room player, like it, that can actually be game changing if they know the timings and they know like the wall bang angles, all that kind of stuff. The Nade lineups, or not lineups, but just the timings on the Nades. When you're on Ghost and you have like someone holding down Purple and someone holding down Sideski, I feel like it's impossible to lose, especially on King of the <laughs> Mm -hmm. It's so hard to yeah, like, just it, get past those guys at that point. It creates a lot of map control and pressure on the other team because if they're getting locked out and just spam down purple and like the nades aren't working, the flank isn't working, like there's there's not a lot you can do besides go down mid, which is just suicide. Does not always yeah. work. Yeah. It's just suicide. I'm really I'm I'm interested to see like uh like hard points still relatively new and you see like some teams really aggressively like trying to learn it, but <laughs> I'm really interested to see like long term how this is going to change, like how objectives thought about. Because hard point, like King of the Hill takes care of itself once you get the point. Same with Flare Dawn, like you just keep getting the points. But hard point, you actually have to stand on it, which complicates things a lot more. It's I think it's a super interesting it's, move. It's a, dude, it's so hard when you're playing like OBJ to have a good KDR and hard point, even against the worst <laughs> team. Because like yeah. you're, you're you're on the point, you're kind of in a lot of plays are really open. And oh like, yeah, for sure. It's a uh, and dude, bots like the guy showed me like the team rap. Like he had like an entire he had to like on paint like written down like the strategy on hard points. Mm -hmm. The rotations. Dude, you can be really nerdy with it. Like you can be really. Oh nerdy yeah. With this. Like, we're we're trying to get to that level. We're like slowly, <laughs> surely, but. I mean, if you want to upset gang one way, I guess that's one way of doing it. With nerdy hard mm -hmm. points. I think we can contest them like in any really, any really kind of yeah game mode. Like we ha we have the this the talent to match them. It's just like <laughs> we have to just be you know kind of like a toss up. Like who who just plays better that map? If you can, like give yourself the odds, like let's say like out of one hundred, so it'd be like fifty fifty or something. What are the mm -hmm. odds of you beating Gang in the finals? Be realistic here. Not, 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 not trying realistic. to hype up your team saying 100% or something like that. Um, it could, it could, me personally, it could go either way. I, I can't put a number on it or like a value, you know? 
Okay, Paul, you like, what about you? Um, I'd probably say 60 just from a preparation standpoint. Because, like, I'd say we're doing more scrims and more practice than gang. And that, that translates not just in terms of, like, map uh like familiarity because like everyone's been playing it a bunch like all those guys are veterans but sort of what i touched on earlier which is just like chemistry and being comfortable with each other especially like when things get really tough like our our match against cartel for example it wasn't a 2-0 and that created more pressure than we faced in most matches but that's like that's good as a learning uh learning uh experience because it gives us stuff to like work on um even if we didn't have like potentially like our top starters in there it still gives us stuff as a team to work on that we can do. yeah plus one thing i want to say is like people's i think people sleep on parts of like some parts of our roster because they think like they see they think of chaos you got like tom bryce war roman like those type of people but then you also like we have a we have a really solid roster all around like i'll take tech for example like we dropped Tech in our first match on Cartel, and he had like an 11 KD at the beginning of the the match. All of our guys are super versatile. We can like deploy them in a lot of ways, which gives us a lot of options when like approaching stuff, making substitutions, and approaching like different maps that we must might be, not expect. Must be nice having a full team. Must be nice. <laughs> really nice. Yeah, your team is like very like bare bones, but like you guys make it work. So like. <sighs> The thing is, like, I'm garbage at Warehouse. It's my worst map in the entire game. What? Yeah, I'm so garbage at Warehouse. <laughs> Dude, you, you, you scrimmed. Uh, well, scoring on scrim. You what, in YGC. Yeah, you scrimmed, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Dude, yeah. When I play against good players, I don't know what to do. I just don't know. Like, in Metro, I kind of have an idea of, like, what to do. But in Warehouse, I'm like, I just hope they overextend. I kill them. That's the only thing. I do. I'm so bad at that map. It's... A lot of Warehouse is just, like, anticipating where they're going to be. Guess I'm just garbage. Wall banging them. Guess I'm just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it takes time for sure. Cause like, if I'm gonna be honest, I'm, I wasn't like really the best warehouse player. I was a metro player as well. Like I, I one trick pretty much, and like I'll do average on other maps, right? Yeah. So, with that being said, like I used to be a terrible desert player. I was like so shit at desert, but now I've gotten so much better at positioning. That's and then my desert play has just gotten a shit ton better. Warehouse positions are also really hard to push off. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off there. I was gonna, like, one time in PFMM, like, I was just full charging Drac in police, and it was horrible because he just kept head glitching me. And, like, I wouldn't even see him, and he'd be picking me off from different angles every single time. And I think Warehouse has a lot of, uh, like, that. that's a map where movement really comes into play and, like, how you play around the walls on top because you can add, like, a 3D element to it if you're standing on top of the walls, super jumping oh, yeah. at buildings. So I think it just takes a lot of, like, practice through blood sweat and tears to like get to a level of real familiarity and it also depends on your team too and the way i think about warehouse is like or just any map in general if you can wallbang it like that opens up more of the map for you right as long as you can like kind of learn how to track through walls and stuff like that you always have an advantage Oh, so I should download ESP. All right, thanks, Brian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, the thing is, like, what I was going to say of like having a full roster, I legit like just sub myself out every time we play um, Warehouse because like I'm just okay. I just just that garbage. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm so garbage. Like I'm bad. Like it's when you're really bad at something, like it's really hard to motivate yourself to get better at it. Oh yeah. That's. So, but yeah, 
to be fair. One thing that's good though is like that self-reflection, like honesty is like if you're not good at a map, like the, the figure out, like even if you think you're having a good day, like in the middle of a match is not the time to see if like the day's the day you get the map. Like that's what scrims are for. But you see people who are like, oh no, like I got this, don't worry. And then they sub themselves in and like do terribly and like the team <laughs> the result. So that's like still good to have that like awareness. That sounds something like Matisma, you know, like, oh, guys, I got this. Kuduro <laughs> negative. Yeah, but I took, yeah, took hill once, guys. I swear I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. No ways. Um, yeah. I was playing PFMM and I was, so I was just getting shit on by, like, the car head angle and I just started nading it. I, I almost became a nade crunch. almost joined the dark side. Just kept That's where most eighty percent of my kills. Uh, at the end, I went like twenty-one and twenty-one. Like most of them were nade kills at some point. Just nade. Hey, bro, come to the dark side. I just can't. <laughs> like everyone hates us, bro. But like, I'm telling you, once you do it, you have, can't stop, bro. I have the nade coach on my team, Joe Wilburn. Oh my! <laughs> when I first started playing against him, like when I'm new to the game, it's like. I went to Matisma, this guy uses nothing but nades. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I I nades use a lot really, of nades. No, but nades are really important. In competitive oh yeah, for sure. Game. Especially, like, because, like, when we scrim Prafta, like, getting those early <laughs> nade kills in and like, getting us getting us spawn trapped, that's, like, the best oh, yeah. way to start over the map. It opens up the map for you, you know? It, Easy it, positioning, you don't yeah. have to gunfight. Exactly, so being good at nades is important. So wait, is Raptor a new gen? He is, yes. Oh, they, they even showed him out. Wow, bro. Your own team, oh, yeah, well, Raptor is insane, bro. Like, what's TTV, mean, Raptor G. What's this about him not missing? Like, what's this meme about uh, him? Yeah. Yeah, from spotlight. our team video, there's like... <laughs> what He had a voice line, it's it. like, I don't miss. <laughs> and he doesn't miss. He just doesn't miss. No, Raptor's rated 88 on, like, right now, which is insane, given, like, the level of competition. Because it's not like, oh, he's pulling 88 in, like, Minor. minors, and he's just carrying his team. Like, no, he's put he puts up very solid numbers. He also has a good, he has a good, like, personality, too. It makes him a good teammate. Because in, like, the VCs, he, he's always super positive and everything. Like, it was on the cartel match, and, like, we're just coming off the loss, and he just, he realized that his mic wasn't on the whole time. And he was like, guys, my mic wasn't on the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's good. I love him. Yeah, positive vibes are underrated in, like, team settings. Because, you, like, if you're only serious, like, eventually you just, like, yell at each other at some point. But if there's, like, someone oh, joking yeah. around, it's like... Mm -hmm. Dude, I just had, like, a genius. I did, like, I should, like, parody, like, those SEL videos. And make Mott say, I don't miss, and then have, like, a recording of him just missing an entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do something, you know? But that takes effort, so I probably won't. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm kind of stalling to let Mott come back so he can do the ending segment, but... Um... Oh, does he always do the ending segment? Uh, last time I actually had Panda do it, because he had to go again, <laughs> okay. but, yeah. If you guys want, you can also do it. <laughs> how, I, how we do it? Personally, I've ran ran out of ideas to talk about. I'm bad podcast, I was, I guess. Should no, you're good. Talk. No, you've no, been, like, been doing this for a while. This is good. 
Thank you. Yeah, man, you're doing a great job, so don't, don't even worry about it. You guys aren't telling me this and then dislike the video one, it's out right now. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, like, I wouldn't be saying you're doing a good I honestly probably wouldn't say Well, would you be flaming <laughs> me right now, like, like you're doing PFM? I, I wouldn't right flame now? you, but, like, I would, like, <laughs> I'd be, like, in my mind, I'd be, like, well, it, it could have been better. Well, yeah. no, I, that, like, seriously, I'm having a good time. We've had a good talk. Like, at the beginning, it was a little, like, a little structured, <laughs> and, but it, like, definitely devolved into, like, real conversation. Well, I've had a good time. The thing is with that is like we go through the questions and we're like, it's not like we like it's, it's not that you guys answer the questions, but eventually we're trying to get you guys to loosen up and talk about stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's like that's why we do that basically. Mm -hmm. that's, uh, that that's, what, that's what I think. I don't know what Mod's thinking. I think Mod doesn't realize we're doing that. But, you know, I think I think what you're doing is like perfect because it's definitely like kind of just like what what's the term? It's like, shit, I don't know the term, but like, like loosening you up, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah. just getting you relaxed. <laughs> just getting, you know, getting comfortable. In the mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a comfortable environment, yeah. Yeah, just being able to talk. <laughs> yeah, so like, keep up the good work. I, like, I wouldn't be saying this. Good job. You could out, but thank you. I think you said something nice. Thank you. Yeah, like, you yeah. guys are doing... You guys are doing amazing, seriously. If someone let me know and they're like, oh, they just asked me if I want to be on this podcast, it's like worth my time. I'd be like, yeah, go for it. Like, it'll, it'll be fun. Especially like, I like having, uh, like having Bryce here was really fun. Like having another person. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah I agree. I think you guys are good co, uh, co guests, guests. I don't know what's called. Yeah, just guests. Yeah. There we go, guys. You, you two are good guests. Thanks, like, man. There's like, um, there have been a few guests where it's like kind of hard to like, at the top, but you guys are really chill. So. Okay. I want to do more complay. Like, most wants to like popular people like Goldstars, who's obviously an ex player, so it kind of makes sense. But I want to uh -huh. do more current complayers. But I don't think we'll get to do a lot of good ones anymore because he shit talks all of gang all the time. So I don't know. <laughs> I think you could do Raptor, honestly, because like Raptor also streams, so he's got like that. I feel like that would bridge both, you know? Yeah, and as like it. Yeah, exactly. So like he could. Yeah, like how how it's like entering comp. Just like I'm showing you guys now. Just trying to make kills more popular by saying more kills. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, shout the man Raptor, TTV Raptor G. He doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. <laughs> I promise he doesn't miss, bro.